You know what my favorite, like, like one of my favorite, uh, like, memes is? Have you ever seen the one where it's like, um, it's like a radio station, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's always something like, like, hardcore, like, uh, like, you ever get, also, you ever get really conscious of how many times you say the word like in a sentence? Yes. No. I Never? have that with, like, <laughs> dang it. No, if I, I say have... it, like, two or three times in a row, I get really subcon like, self-conscious about it, like. I, yep, I do that with um, other words as well. I'm trying really hard not to say the L word. Yeah. Um, there's lesbian. no reason for it. Yeah, lesbian. That's the L word I'm referring to. That's the thing is, like, there's no <clears throat> real reason to care about that at all. It's just something that fucking teachers put into us. Like, oh, you can't you can't be saying that to me. I was like, fucking why? Well, speech. Speech I class. Noises. It, yeah, it's It's my phone. text message. Okay. Sorry. You're so used to your own going off during the podcast. No, I thought I was going crazy, and I've turned them down. Thank you. Is it still I am the hype? The Facebook messages, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that will always throw me off. And I'm, I'm mid-sentence, I am the hype. I'll just be like, the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh. Sorry, chapstick, but... Watch it, or one day I'll take a voice clip from you and do it. Okay. Do it, pussy. Um, no, so it'll be a radio station thing. It's, uh, it'll go like, Welcome to 75.9. This isn't your grandma's liberal station. Pew, 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 pew. Like, we only listen to the hardest of hard. I'm hard. And, like, just stuff like that. And then at the end, no matter what station it is, it's always, Now here's a ma- <laughs> no, here's fucking radioactive by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> See, I was thinking 21 Pilots. No, it's always radioactive by Imagine Dragons, no matter what. There's, um, because they'll do it in different forms. There was one where it was like, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't ye grandma's tavern music. And, like, for D&D, almost. Mm hmm Now, he is radioactive by Imagine Dragons. And it's just, I'm waking up <laughs> to I could see, dust. I could see a couple of TikTokers doing that, yeah. I've, it. Like, it's one of my favorite formats. It's so funny, because it's always fucking uh, radioactive by Imagine Dragons. I have been chosen. Yeah, Mooney's settling down on Michael now after wandering back and forth between our laps. <laughs> um, uh, How are you guys doing? How it's been a week. It's been a week, yeah. Um, This is actually, we recorded this the week that the last episode came out. Uh, we were going to record it the week before, but then things got busy and we were like, I don't want to. So we did. It was me. I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, I was as well. I don't. It's not just your fault. I was the advocate for it. How about well, that? Well, also, I was off on Monday, but you weren't off on Monday. So, like, you know. Yeah. It wasn't exactly a four day yeah. weekend. It was a three day And then you were so. off on Tuesday because you were sick. Yeah, and I got sick. And then I took off yesterday because of the snow. We had a snow day, actually. You had a two day week. I had a two day week. You're right. Shit. I didn't think about that. I had a four day week. I tried to go to work on Friday and that didn't work out very well. No, we got some snow for the first time. And then I did try. I, to my credit, I tried to go in as well. I did not get as far as you did because mm -hmm. I was like sliding a little bit and I decided, nope. I'm turning around, 
and just being like, I'm taking oh. a sick, I'm taking one of my sick days. That's one thing about like when driving in the snow is I do not care. I will hurt your feelings by going 25 and a 45. Absolutely. I'll put my hazards on. If you need to get ahead of me that like that badly, you can go around me. Um, however, I wouldn't recommend it when the road is slippery slidey. Yeah, for real. But yeah, no, I spun out. Like I strip spun out. And landed on the side of the road, kind of halfway in a ditch, kind of not in a ditch. Yeah. Because I was able to get myself out, so it wasn't too terrible. But it was scary, because it was really close to a telephone pole. Yeah, and, uh, it's considering, fucking scary. Considering my previous trauma with car accidents and stuff, it was not a fun time. Um, I called one of my managers crying, and I was like, hey, this just happened. I'm sorry, I didn't want to cry on the phone, but this just happened. And she was basically just like, tell me when you get home safe. Please try And she was giving me tips on how to get back home. <clears throat> she told me to gather myself before driving because it'll just make it worse. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's scary. It's scary when they don't fucking prepare for this weather. Yeah. And then despite also, knowing ahead of time, but it's hard to prepare for snow. It's ice that's easier to prepare for because of the salt, right? I guess, yeah. Um, there's also the fact that me and you leave it or get up at like four in the morning, leave it like five in the morning. So like, yeah, they're not, trucks aren't really on the road that early, at least not around us. There was a couple out, but the fact that it was still snowing didn't really make much of a difference. You nope. know what I mean? Because of, didn't, the trucks didn't make much of a difference because it was still snowing when they came by. They literally cleared it off, and then I went back out there, and it was fully just yeah back snow again, again because it, it just it back again. <laughs> oh man, not a fun time though. I don't recommend driving on back roads uh, that, in the that, snow. That, that's the other thing is like we have <laughs> our only way out is through back roads, and it's just like yeah. not a good time, not a good idea. Right. I mean, unless we want to go the other way and go all the way around, down, and drive two hours to work instead of one. Everybody at my work called off, because, like, they hadn't touched well, Quentin's road. Fucking Megan didn't feel comfortable driving in the snow. I think Nate still went in, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But he um, lives, like, 20 minutes away from work. Yeah. Also, he probably power lifted the uh, snow out of the way, didn't he? Fucking, I He's a gym bro. He is a gym bro, but so is Quentin. He didn't go, so he didn't decide to squat his way through the snow. But <laughs> no, yeah. So we had we stayed in had a snow day. I played uh, Tears of the Kingdom like all day. Um, I worked from home. Yeah, and when I had time, um, redownloaded Genshin Impact, which Genshin Engine, like, Genshin Engine, which took like I don't know four hours. It felt like. It was ridiculous, so I just laid oh, there on no. my phone. What? Grinchin Impact. No. <laughs> they just add the Grinch to Genshin Impact. But it has to be Impact. Jim Carrey's The Grinch. It has to be, yes. That's funny. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, so Rumor Mill. Oh? Uh, Hayden Christensen to play Shadow the Hedgehog in Sonic 3. Eh. You... <laughs> you know who I think would make a great Shadow the Hedgehog? Who? Fucking oh shit! What's his name? Shit! What's Willem his Defoe. name? No, no, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Robert, oh? Pattinson. Robert Pattinson is shadow. Oh, because of his fucking voice role that he has. Have now? you seen? Have you heard him in fucking <clears throat> the Heron and the Boy or whatever the new Ghibli movie? Yes, it's insane. It's insane. You wouldn't know. Like if I hadn't been told that was Robert Pattinson, I never would have known. Well, it's the same with his singing voice. Like That's he true. he can just mask himself. It's really. I think I heard a very small snippet. 
it's wild. And I called the person a liar because no. I haven't seen the ha- boy and the heron. I haven't either. But is like, it even out yet? Uh, yeah, it's been. It out. was in theaters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I didn't know it was out already. <laughs> no, but that was fully Robert Pattinson though. Like huh. the, the heron, it's wild because again, yeah, because again, would not have fucking known. If you hadn't, I'm so happy he's getting recognition. Yeah, legit, <laughs> he deserves it. Poor guy suffered long enough. After Edward Cullen, <laughs> <laughs> you leave that alone, all right? <laughs> oh, Edward man. Cullen was not a good representation of his talents. It wasn't. I mean, it was not a good repre- yeah. representation of any of their talents. <laughs> the directing was. It was a good representation a of Taylor flow. Lautner shirtless. I mean, yeah. mid, mid. <laughs> <clears throat> Taylor Lautner. I had a phase where I was like, oh my God, Taylor Lautner so hot. I'm team Jacob because Taylor Lautner's abs are real and Robert Pattinson's are sprayed on. It was like a very, yeah, no, yeah, literally his abs were sprayed on. Like the contour what? and stuff. Uh huh. Really? So is everybody yeah. in three hundred. Yeah, like the, a lot of people do it like that actor wise. Well, well, here's the thing: is I was definitely Team Edward most of my adolescence, and I'm still Team Edward because it's there's no fucking competition. First, you of had all. me watch those movies, and I was like, I don't understand how anybody was ever Team Jacob. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah, like, and he's then the actual worst. I had like a phase of like a year. Because all my friends were obsessed with Taylor Lautner's abs, so I became obsessed with Taylor Lautner's abs in the true fashion of a teenager, preteen. I don't right. even know. Um, but I yeah, Emmett. huh? I liked Emmett. Emmett the himbo? Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? You yeah. <laughs> but also, I have. I like Taylor Lautner now. Like I like chubby Taylor Lautner. I think he's cute. Oh, is he chubby now? Yeah, he was chubby for um. Oh god, Ridiculous Six? Was that the Western he was in? I have no what? idea. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Are you looking up Chub- Chubby Taylor Lautner? I'm just looking up Taylor Lautner. Like, he doesn't... I don't know, he looks... Now, I remember there was a movie where he was kind of chubby in it. Or, yeah. like, maybe he was just average and I'm used to seeing him be like, you yeah, know... Yeah, he's kind of average on this one, like, body-wise. Still... still yeah. Seem pretty built. He's so very fucking handsome. Yeah, obviously. He is just. He is incredibly good looking. Yeah, very good looking dude. Sinfully good looking. (laughs) And I was reminded about the movie Shark Boy and Lava Girl because I watched this uh, channel called Microwave Society and they did a review of it. I was like, oh, look at baby Taylor Lautner singing about dreams. Dream, dream, no, no, no. Dream, dream, dream. You got to start off right. You got to go, close your eyes, shut your mouth, dream a dream and get us out. Dream, 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 dream. Hit the hay, fast asleep. Fall asleep, you little please. Yeah, she knows the song. Dream, 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 dream. Everybody knows the song. No. And then he does a fucking flip. I just remember that George Lopez was in it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, I remember wanting to roundhouse that kid, Linus. The one that looks like Ben Shapiro? Yes. No, yeah. <laughs> I want to just hurt the kid even more. Oh, man. <laughs> um. You know, I think, I think Hayden Christensen would make good Shadow of the Hedgehog. I'm sure whoever they pick will be fine. I mean, it's a bit typecast fine. after Anakin. I'm sure whoever they pick will be fine, honestly. Like, I don't know. Hey. Yeah. No, no, no. 
So off topic, this is something that I could have waited until after the podcast to ask you, and I'm asking you now. Okay. Well, I have it up. Kroger wants to substitute our 16 ounce deli meat to a nine ounce deli meat, two of them, so we get 18 ounces. Do you want me to accept it? That's fine. Sure. Okay. You know who else would? That make- is all. <laughs> Know who else would make a, a good that, Shadow the Hedgehog? How much voice? does that change the price? Usually they pay for it. Oh, okay, that's cool then. At least that's what I was told. <laughs> Moody does yawn and I just put my finger in her mouth. <laughs> you know who else would make a good Shadow the Hedgehog voice? Who's that? James Earl Jones. No. <laughs> what? The voice of Mufasa. I was gonna say, no, yeah, I know. <laughs> Can you imagine? Sonic Chaos Control. <laughs> Good lord. No, it's just like, who's the most outrageous person you can think of to voice Shadow the Hedgehog? Oh, wait, no, I know. I know. Oh. I have it. I want to hear your alls first. Okay. my Mine first? Yes. The most outrageous person to voice Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes. Okay. Um, Ooh. What the fuck was that? I don't know. Snow falling. It could be. Yeah. I hope so because I felt I literally I physically felt that that wasn't just a, or a ear thing a for snowball me. At the side of the house. Where did it come from? Directly behind me. Okay, so not like under you or anything. It could have been like on the desk, but it also could have been outside. It felt loud enough to be outside. If that makes sense. Fair, fair. So. I can't wait to get out of this fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> it's haunted. I'm so tired of this place. Oh Good man, Lord. I'm so tired of living in a trailer. Anyway, um, oh shit. Outrageous person voice Shadow the Hedgehog. Fucking... Willem Dafoe, I'm saying. Okay, so sh- you say Willem Dafoe. I am saying... Am I- Fucking Chris Pratt. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's the most obvious one with how Hollywood is. Hello, I'm Shadow the Hedgehog. Like, motherfucker! That's exactly how he would do it, too. He would. Motherfucker never changes his voice for shit. Because he's not a fucking voice actor. Matt Pat. <laughs> Matt Pat? Matthew Patrick. Good morning, Internet. Welcome to Chaos Control. <laughs> Chaos Control! I can, realistically, I can probably see Matt Pat voicing Polly Shore. S- Sonic. Polly Shore? Polly Shore. Chaos Control! All I oh picture God. is that fucking fever Pinocchio. dream, of a, fever dream of, of a Pinocchio movie. <laughs> that. But Sonic, I want to use Chaos Control. Jesus Christ. Fucking, fucking Tara Strong. Tara, you know what? That might actually be good. Yeah. She could make it work. <laughs> yep. You know what? I can see her being tails 100%. Wait, didn't she like defend one of her friends using AI or something? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Every... You think I'm that involved in Tara Strong's life? I don't, I don't know. You know, I actually had an ex that was obsessed with Tara Strong. It's pretty easy to be obsessed with Tara Strong. Like in an unhealthy way. We were in oh, high wow. school. Yeah. Well. Mooney, you've got to pick us. I'd graduated, but um, but it was like still while in high school, right? Um, yeah, it was just a really odd obsession. Oh, yeah, because that's how he he was a brony. Oh, Um. that dude, gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I had a brony ex who was obsessed with Tara Strong. So I believe Tara Strong is one of the ponies. I can't remember which one. It's either Fluttershy or Pinkie Pie or something. I feel as though she would voice Pinkie Pie. Let me see. Hold on. Probably. I mean... Which I, pony... I wouldn't doubt anything, honestly. Does Tara uh, no, 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 no. She posted something that one of her friends made using AI. Oh. Twilight Sparkle, literally the main fucking character. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. Um, no, I've but... I've seen maybe three episodes of My Little Pony. I've seen a lot. Too many. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, um, and you know what? I don't, think there's anything, I don't think there's anything wrong with My Little Pony. I'm going to say it right now. My Little Pony's a good show. Yeah, that's My Little Pony is a good show. However, if you want to fuck the ponies, you need to go see a fucking therapist. That's a great idea. Sorry. Like, I, say, I understand however. being a monster fucker, but those are just horses, my dude. Those are horses. Those are horses. What the there fuck are, do you There are reiterations of like different movies and stuff where they're humanoid. Equestria Girls. Yes. Oh, that's right. And those are good movies. Like, Equestria Girls is a good movie. I've seen that movie a million times. I had it on DVD before I think my dad gave it to my niece or something. I don't even know. But... I liked that movie. Like, I think that My Little Pony is a fun world, and it's a fun concept, and it's adorable. I I can get down with some kids' shows, all right? Yeah, same. But what I can't get down with is finding out that somebody has pony porn in their phone, just straight up ponies. Yeah, it's just wild, man. Like, um, Pinkie Pie. <clears throat> and then if you're a full adult, even the humani- humanoid girls are little Underage, girls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so weird. even then, it's weird. It's weird. <clears throat> Unless yeah. you're also a little kid. And you're like, wow, so pretty. You Who's know, your favorite pony? Yeah. What? My favorite? Uh, whichever yeah. one Weird Al played. What? Hold on, I'll look it up. Weird Al played a pony. Yeah. Oh, it was his own pony though, wasn't it? Hold on, Weird Al. There was a MLP. Time Lord pony too. I don't know if I you like know about Fluttershy. that one. Like Doctor Who pony? Was, yeah, Doctor Hooves, yeah. Um, Yeah, that that was, I knew, I knew way too much about My Little Pony back in the day. I wonder if I can remember any of the fun facts, but. My favorite of the main... His name is Cheese Sandwich. <laughs> my favorite of the main girls was always Applejack, believe it or not, back mm-hmm. in the day. Because she was like, Honestine. Oh, she, she she didn't give a shit. She was just like, listen, you're being stupid. And she would own up to that. But now, like, I can also appreciate Rainbow Dash. Yeah, Cheese Sandwich, this guy. That's Weird Al. My God. Yeah. Um, I can also appreciate Rainbow Dash, because Rainbow Dash is like obviously a lesbian and has really cool style um obviously a lesbian. obviously a lesbian. you know how you see yeah there's dr hooves too but yeah you know how you just see like a a, a person and you're like that person's gay it's like that with Rainbow Dash. I'm not usually making assumptions. Well, you know what? Subconsciously. Honey. The person has the gay. Honey. <laughs> Just pointing at people in public. Gay. Yeah, exactly. Bye. I wouldn't say anything, but like I'm sure like, hold on, hold on. the Do vibes are the there. When you talk, yeah. The moment you open your mouth, yeah. you're gay as hell. Yeah, your voice is gay The gay moment I open my mouth, it's just rainbows. Oh, yeah. It's like- <laughs> It's fucking, you might as well what be that cartoon now? where you barf out a rainbow, yeah. Blech. Hi, I'm Brr. It's like Shoop the Whoop, but with <laughs> cock. Jesus Christ. <laughs> nice to meet you, I'm Blech. Did we say welcome back to Kind of Creepy? Did we say I, that? No, but hi. <laughs> <laughs> I pointed out how we're recording this the day the last no. episode came out. Yeah, no, I just feel like... We could just say you want hello. Official, with that official intro? I want the, no, not even. Well, kind of. But I just I want to say hello to everybody, especially with this very fun conversation hello. about gays and ponies we're having. I'm the gonies. Hello. <laughs> um, also, everybody trying to destroy that movie. You'll never destroy Mrs. Doubtfire. What are you talking about, Michael? People saying how creepy it is and how many laws he broke. I mean, and how he should be in jail. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Like in the actual movie, if it was real, yeah, yeah, absolutely, that's creepy. Um, but Mrs. Doubtfire, Doubtfire, I mean, Mrs. Like, Doubtfire is a national for... treasure. So, but every every movie was kind of like that back then. So I mean, back in the day, 
Yeah. It's just, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that was just kind of wrong in a lot of movies around that time. But, yeah. I mean, that was the comedy. Robin Williams. Not excuse his treasure. Yeah, Robin Williams is amazing. Was a legend. Like, absolute legend. Um, New from the Colonel, Chicken and Tits. And that was, that was what? one of his jokes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm okay. I somehow feel like I'm no, I'm not entirely co- like incorporated into what's going on right now. Like I'm outside. You of gotta things. watch Robin Williams stand up. He's. Like, I have. Yeah. I have. I remember I'm not. watching it as a kid, and being like, "This isn't funny. This isn't very funny." I think Robin Williams is funny in the roles that he is in, mm-hmm. and he's a funny guy in general. I just there's some, there's something comforting about him. He and, it might be nostalgic Tarantino's pool. What? With what? His hair. Oh, very hairy man. <laughs> okay. Big mood. Oh boy. <laughs> I miss Robert Williams. I wish they'd gotten him for Kingdom Hearts. Rest in power, King. Mm. Oh, I beat Kingdom Hearts. Oh? Yeah. Recently? Yeah. Which one? The first one? The first one, like, two days ago. Oh, fun. Isn't the first one have a bunch of, like, dots in it? Like, point this, point that. Like, 48.2.0.1. Uh, there's the 1.5 final mix. I don't know. I just know I had a collection of them, and I tried to play the first one, and I couldn't get into it. Yeah, somehow the majority of Kingdom Hearts games, just, like, the title makes them sound like they were put through a random word generator. Kingdom Hearts 1.5 final mix. Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep, Dream Drop Distance, uh, Re-Chain of Memories. I don't know much about Kingdom Hearts other than I had a friend in high school who was really obsessed with Kingdom Hearts to the point <clears throat> to where, and I'm not judging for this, I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm, I'm explaining something here. Um, she would role play as Axel, I believe, is that the redhead? Yep. Axel and um, her friend would actually role play as Dimmix. Huh. And they were gay. Okay. And I'm not judging that. Um, I'm just saying I that's what I know about Kingdom Hearts is that Axel and Demix are shipped together. Um and so are Axel and Roxas. Which is weird because Roxas, Roxas is a, a kid. child. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't know. I I mean I've had my fair share of gay role plays, so once again, not judging that at all. But that's I all I know. So I have no problem judging. Oh, I also know that Goofy is in Kingdom Hearts and not many people care about him for whatever reason. I, I love Goofy. Yeah, I was going to say, I love Goofy. I heard that, like... He just like, gets he, overshadowed by Donald being an absolute fucktwad. I just, I heard that when... I don't know if this is a spoiler for anybody. If you don't want to be spoiled, cover your ears. Um, But when he dies, I hear that, like, everyone's just like, okay, bye, Goofy. I was so worried. He comes back. Yeah. So, like, oh, well. minor spoiler for this almost 20-year-old... Ga- <laughs> 20 years hey. old. The second one? Or the first one? What no, game? Are you, which game is it? Kingdom Hearts Two is when Goofy supposedly dies. That's two thousand and five. Yeah, almost twenty almost year old game. Almost twenty years. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Shit. So we got Kingdom Hearts. Chain oh of shit! Kingdom Hearts Two. Uh, Re Chain of Memories coded th- three hundred and fifty eight by two days. Um, Birth by Sleep recoded. Dream Drop Distance one point five remix X. Because it's always an X. 2.5 Remix, Unchained slash Union X. Hold on, does the X look weird? It's just an X. Yeah, it looks a little weird, I guess. Okay, that's yes. key. What? That's key. I hate that. Give a fuck. How about that? <laughs> it's X now. 
2.5 Final Chapter Prologue, Kingdom Hearts 3 Finally, Dark Road, Melody of Memories, Missing, Dash Link, and Kingdom Hearts 4, which hasn't come out yet. Yes. How'd this start? Oh, right, you, f- you completed it. I'm proud of you. Yes, I completed <laughs> a Final Mix Proud Mode critical playthrough. I mentioned MatPat earlier. I just want to say that's my topic for today is that MatPat is retiring in March, and I am honestly, I got really sad about it. Like, I actually kind of started crying a little bit. I fucking love MatPat, and I love game theory and shit. But, like, especially his, like, goodbye video or, like, his explanation, it was so, like, real and emotional. Mm-hmm. I will also say he is the only one that I can believe where the YouTube channel specifically took so much time and energy to where he wants to live his life because there was a lot of research that went into that. And I'm sure he did have a team. I'll keep this brief, though. Um, I just, I don't know. I wish it was feasible for everybody to retire, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But I believe with MatPat that his job was very, maybe not stressful, but just, it was a lot. Because he had think, a lot of research on a lot of things to do. I think it's also a big difference when you're retiring or stepping back. He's still going to be involved in the channel in the background. But I think it's a diff- It's different when you're stepping back to, like, you know, raise your family or raise your child. Spend more time with your family exactly, yeah. than it is to just be like, sorry, guys, I can't wake up and record for, like an hour of gameplay and then send it to my editors. It's bad for my mental health. I need to take a year off. Yeah, I'm just trying to say, like, I wish everybody could take time for their families. Yeah, obviously, um, yeah. It's But that's a, that's a deeper-rooted issue. That's mm-hmm. not a MatPat issue. That's not a YouTube issue. That's just a the-way-the-world-is issue, the economy and everything. Because it would be nice to just be able to take a break for your mental health and not suffer financially because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, M- Mad Pat's a real one, so... I'm glad that he's able to at least do it, and he's able to at least spend time with his family and take that time that he needs. Like, that's that's very nice, and I'm sure he won't take that for granted, so... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I feel so out of it right now. <laughs> I feel like that came off meaner than it was supposed to. I'm so sorry. How could you? How could I? I'm sorry. Go to the corner and think about what you said. sorry. Huh? Go to the corner and think about what you said. I can't. All the corners of this room are covered in bullshit (laughs) and door. There's something in every corner of this room. Absolutely every corner. Always has been, always will be. Oh, so my subject today is we're getting a new Indiana Jones game. Game? Game. Um... It's called the Great Circle. All I can picture is it being like the fucking King Kong or Gollum game that just came out, like within the past year, because it feels very much like a new Indiana Jones game in this like day and age is a money grab, and so my brain immediately goes to like, oh, oh no, oh no, this one's been in development for years. Has it? Okay, yes. I didn't realize people were still into Indiana Jones. I don't oh, mean yeah. that. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just, I just honestly didn't realize that it was something that. People still watched slash. Oh no! Like um, um, when the new enjoyed. one came out. When the new one came out, Ricky and Quentin were at work. Were really excited about it. I feel sorry for them. You are not an Indiana Jones fan? Oh no, I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan. Like the original trilogy is still like, I believe it's a near perfect trilogy. Okay. 
It's just Kingdom of the Crystal Skull wasn't good. And Dial of Destiny, I haven't seen it yet, but I've been told to temper my expectations. And I'm just... I'm really sad that the newer movies can't seem to capture the magic of India, of the original Indiana Jones trilogy. Right. I feel like a lot of series have that problem, though, when they come back to it. Yeah. You know? And as much as I hate saying this, I think they need to move past Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah. And try to start over. Like, definitely keep Indy in his element of punching Nazis mm-hmm. because... That's just age-old tradition. That's just good old-fashioned family fun. Like, (laughs) it's just a good time. But also, take us to some new locales. Don't make the stakes too big or too fantastical. Try to keep it grounded, but do keep that element of magic and wonder. I have a question for you guys. Hmm. Yes. Nathan Drake. Are you guys familiar with Nathan Drake? Yeah, yes, Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah. So what... Now, hear me out. and I may get a little bit of hate for this, but do you remember who played Nathan Drake? Tom Holland in the movie, yeah. He actually... I don't know if you guys saw it. Did you see the movie? No. I've never played the game, so I didn't have any reason to really <clears throat> so see it, the movie. So it may, it may be because I have a bias with Uncharted because it was one of my first... I don't even know how to word it. That kind of game that I play was one of my first Action ones. Adventure Puzzle? Yeah, and I really enjoyed it, whatever, whatever. but I think that he could make a new age, maybe not Indiana Jones, but something like that, maybe a protege or something, just because his, like, the way he was in, as Nathan Drake was kind of, it was, I was pleasantly surprised. I was really pleasantly surprised. Like, he did well, in my opinion, but... Again, I don't know if that's because I am nostalgic and I would just like it no matter who played it. <laughs> Nathan Drake is a knockoff of Lara Croft who is a knockoff of Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like, I get that. And this is coming from somebody who loves Lara Croft. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I can see it. Tom Holland ain't a bad actor. No, I love Tom he's, Holland. Yeah. He's wonderful. But I can't see him being Indiana Jones. Primarily because he doesn't have that grit. Well, if we were to do more Indiana Jones films, you said be done with Harrison Ford, would we make a brand new actor Indiana Jones or would we make it someone who was studying under or I feel working with Indiana Jones? I feel like with the way that people just are in general, if we were to make it about just a new person randomly that's just a protege or whatever, no one would give a shit. No one would watch it. Some people might, but I don't. I think the majority wouldn't give a shit. And there's also the the whole thing where it's like the moment they take away Harrison Ford, a lot of people just wouldn't care anymore because he is that Indiana is Jones. <laughs> no, yeah, like that's the thing. Is like I, I kind of get it, but at the same time, maybe we just make new franchises. Yeah, I just I feel like I feel like replacing actors. I, I hate I hate replacing actors, especially the main character of mm-hmm. a franchise. Remember Home Alone. Yeah, I yeah. actually like the third one. I don't. I had it on VHS. Is he still Kevin McAllister, or is that a brand no, new? No, it's kid? a whole new child. Okay, well at it's least they like did that. that. At no, least yeah. they did that. No, I've never yeah, seen it. Like, <laughs> it's not like they did. Um, oh, this is still Kevin. No, it's a whole new family, whole new person. But, it's just a, the same premise. Kid is left home alone. This time, it's like he's he gets like an injury. I can't remember exactly. So don't quote me. But he gets like an injury. I think so. He has to stay home from school, and there's these like burglars, and they're like. 
breaking in during the day. And I remember this quote. He's like, why are we breaking in during the day? He's like, because no one's home during the day. And there's my fear of home invasion. No, but yeah, and then you have this kid, and it's like, it, it was a real, it was a, thir, three was a really good one. I haven't seen any anything past three, and I was really reluctant to give three a chance. He gives it as a kid, uh, when I found out it wasn't McKelly Culkin. Exactly, and that's but my like, point. But it was really good. No, but I see what you mean, though, is that, like... I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Because, it's and not, I will yeah. say it was by choice. Yeah. Because it was not the original character or the original actor, I guess. I just want Tomb Raiding movies. Tomb Raider like, movies? Not Tomb Raider, Tomb Raiding movies. Gotcha. Have like, there been Tomb Raider movies? Uh, there was one with, I think her name was Alicia Vikander. Okay. Uh, back in 2015, 2016. Really? Yeah, check that for me. I'm on it. And it was good. I think it was based on the- uh, 2018 or, film. 2018. I was a few years off. Alicia, God. yeah, Alicia Vikander, you're right. <laughs> I remember people complained because she wasn't as well endowed, which that's a stupid reason to complain about. Oh yeah, that's actress. actually shitty. What? Yeah. Wait, wasn't Angelina Jolie? She was also a Tomb Raider. Okay, because Lara Croft. I had to double check because I could have sworn I could have sworn mm-hmm. I've seen that. Okay. She had a lovely. Uh, yeah, she was. Holy scene. shit. Yeah, 2001. In the uh, first movie that I absolutely adored. 2001. Yep. Yeah, Tomb Raider. Yep, the first a, movie is great. There's been a couple Tomb Raider movies. Got it. There's been three. And I think there was rumors of an animated film. Yeah, Angelina Jolie got a sequel. Yeah. The Cradle of Life. Yes. And that had... Oh my God. Who was the dude in that? I can't remember. He was in 300. It's not Carl Urban. It's... um. Uh, hold on. Oh my, I can't believe I'm forgetting the is name. Is it Gerard Butler? Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, Gerard Butler was in it. Well, no, the Alicia Vikander one. It was actually really good. It was uh, inspired partly by the Square Enix game. As it should be, I think. Yes. Wait, Square Enix. Well, no, it wasn't bad. It also had Walter Goggins in it, I think. I don't know who that is. Uh, I'll take your word for it, though. <laughs> That he was in it. He's a good actor. He always plays a villain for some reason. Okay. He's um, good at it. I'll admit that, but... I fucking love Walter Goggins. I can never Goggins. name anything he's in. <laughs> unless I'm actually talking about the movie he's in. When you in. see him, you're like, That's, that guy's alright! He's all right. very recognizable. Yeah? He is. Okay. It's just that, like, I can never name a movie he's in off the top of my head, but when I see him, I'm like, It's Walter fucking Goggins! <laughs> Does anybody else want to talk about anything else before we get into this episode? I feel like today's very, like, subdued, Woo. almost. Like, I f- at least I feel very subdued right I now. I have no energy. This week has taken it out of me. I get it. I get it. It's also very warm in here, in contrast to being really cold outside, so it makes it a bit more cozy and, like... I did have something. Yeah. I want to um, So, Christian Tattoos. Just the religious Who's Christian? Yes. Oh. oh, okay. I was going to say a person named Christian or the so, religion, re- religionity of Christian? The religionity <laughs> of Christianity. Religiosity. Anyway, Sounds so like you ever word. heard of a guardian angel tattoo? Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? Probably not, but it sounds familiar. I have a guardian angel coin. What? Um... What is that? 
No. So. Oh, you have a literal. Oh, you're gonna coin? show us a coin now. Okay. You can continue. I'm trying to find an image to show you guys, but essentially, what is that? It's it, it kind of went viral, and the concept yeah, was the concept was somebody hugging their guardian angel, whereas the guardian angel was sort of invisible, so it would just be like an outline. Well, because it was an outline or half an outline, mm-hmm. it looks very suggestive. It's like I can see this going really well. Uh, it looks very suggestive, as in the crook of the neck. And the shoulder looks more like a crevice of, like, an ass. And it looks like somebody about to eat ass. Um, Do we have a picture? Yeah, hold on. I have to get on TikTok for it because I'm not finding it on Google. Hold on. Yeah, I couldn't either. It's fucking hilarious. Um, People just not sometimes, like... Get a sketch to see how this is going to A second look. opinion? Because even describing how that... I was like, that doesn't seem like it's a good idea. I don't see how that could be done, like, in a way that they think... Like, I don't see what you're trying to picture, I guess. Right. Because even if you photograph yourself pretending to hug an invisible angel, it's not going to look... Are you ready? It's going to look weird. Yes. I'm going to show you guys. Okay. I'm I'm getting this from a page on TikTok called Tattoo Dump. This has currently... 11.5 thousand likes. Tattoo dump? Or Tattoo dump. It's one word. Um, that's like dump what with a P username, or dump with a B? That's dump with username. a B. Dump. Okay. P- As in P. where you just put refuse. Gotcha. Okay. You want to pass that around to the class? To the class. Oh my, the legs are spread and everything. No fucking way. What? Uh-huh. Yeah, this is... <laughs> She's really favoring the left cheek. Can I see this? Yes, you may. Have fun. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Just. Oh. What? Even knowing the context, this looks incorrect. So, like, I understand the way you described it, somebody invisible. Um, That's not somebody invisible, though. That's somebody that just is, like, I didn't skin know how to colored. Des- I didn't know how to describe it because there was no feature. Okay, I didn't know if, like, you were getting the description from them, like, what they asked for. No. But, like... It no, it wasn't that. I was trying to describe what I saw, and that was the best way I could because there's no. At that point, just draw some people really. hugging. Just draw somebody hugging an angel. At that point, what? That's wild. Yeah. She looks like she kind of looks like she's beatboxing a little bit too. <laughs> she's <laughs> beatboxing the booty. <laughs> like she. Amazing. It's, it's she's. What date was that posted on? Nine eighteen twenty two. So it's an old video, so if you're going to go look at it and you're going to find it that way, I'm sure there are other sources to this specific tattoo, She's just um, but it is pretty old. Now, I'm not one to tattoo shame, typically, um, but I would, be, I would be devastated if I wanted some kind of sentimental tattoo like that and ended up with that. Now, yeah, I don't know. I, I would just be devastated. I don't know about you guys, but... It's, if I wanted a guardian angel like, tattoo. It's also like the big hair. Like, I can't... Let me see. Like, the person on the tattoo, they have that, like, big beehive hair. And it just... It just... I don't know, man. Do, do people think that looks good? Um, I like, don't know. Maybe... Like, no offense if that's, like, your style. It just looks odd to me. Like, it's very uncanny valley, almost. 
Like the big beehive hair that's you're like, I'm just that hair looks fake. That I'm hair worried looks... about the dark circles under the tattoo's eyes. That's fair, yes. Well, it may be like either eyelashes or crying, like the mascara tears kind of thing is what I thought when I saw it. Because, I mean, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, yeah. Um, and it looks like the poor, poor person who got this tattoo has their birth date, or at least birth year, Above that tattoo on the back of their neck. It's just... And this is someone born in 1999. So this is... 23-year-old. Wait. No. Would it be 23? Turning 25 this year, probably. When the date that was posted, they were 23. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 23. I mean, we don't know when their actual birthday is, but around 23. Um... So yeah, it's not just like some teenager, it's it's a young adult. Yikes. But <laughs> wow. Yikes yeah. forever. Yikes forever. Yeah, and that's not I found it in a chain of Christian tattoos. There was oops, there was more. Um, but I'll keep it brief. That's the one that I was like, oof, I would have been devastated if that were me. No, yeah, because it so. looks like trash. I'm sorry, it's not good. Yeah. It looks odd and weird and I like, would have to get that. Maybe not she covered up, on, but edited. She beatboxed on the booty hole. like <laughs> Added to. No, like, legit, though, at that point, just get somebody hugging somebody. Like, do people not sketch these up to see how they, how they would look first? They do. I was going to say, because well, they're supposed to, right? Yes. So okay. the, thing, the thing about these tattoos, though, is that a lot of the stuff can be fixed with toning, shading, whatever. Just dimensions. But... It's a trend, and it's also a style of tattoo to want line art. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with line art. I think line art can be beautiful. Um, but I think that line art should only be done in the most simplest of tattoos. Yeah, The most simple, because we end up with stuff like this, if not. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so, are we are uh, we ready to start this episode? I think so. How y'all feel about this? It's our first two-parter episode. Like This is the only episode we're recording personally today, and it's going to be a couple weeks until another one comes out because the we, me and Dolly, we're about to go on vacation, and like, I'm, I'm very excited. Me too. Like, we'll be in Gallenberg literally two weeks from recording this, one week from when this comes out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited, though, so... um I'm very excited. I'm We're very renting excited. a car. We're renting a car. That's right. I forgot about that. I forgot. We haven't been able to say anything about it, really, because we haven't recorded since then. I'm over-explaining things. But, like... No, it's okay. Um, no, yeah. We decided instead of, like, getting one of our cars fixed up and spending all that money, it would be cheaper to just, like, rent a car down there that we already know is going to be okay, you know? hmm So, I'm excited for that. It's the first time I've ever rented a car. First time I've taken a vacation without family. Like family, you know, like right. it's a whole lot of firsts, and I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for this weekend or this upcoming event. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, I'm really excited too. I think that we're gonna have a wonderful time. Hell yeah! We have a, a jacuzzi or a hot tub or both. I'm not even sure. Yeah, it's like a hot tub. I think I'm okay. excited though. Either way, fun, fun yeah. stuff. So today we are doing the tale of Cutter's treasure. Like I said, this is a two part episode, so we'll be going watching both parts. It's, you know, we haven't done this since our, our season one when we had goosebumps. Basically, that was two hosts ago. <laughs> that was two hosts. That's wild. Think about. Excuse me. Um. So the air date for the episode, or at least the first episode of it. 
don't know if they came out on the same day. I doubt it, but what I have in the wiki is it came out on October 29th, 1994. It was written by Chloe Brown and directed by DJ McHale. And guys, I'm extra excited for this one because we have two returning favorites for this these episodes. Oh? We have Dr. Vink, which you can tell by the, the thumbnail, right, that we have on the DVD. Sardo is also in these. Huh. Oh, it's that episode, says Michael, with all the information about who has actually seen this show in, in its entirety before. And I know they those two had an episode together, I just didn't know it was this one. Oh, I didn't know they had an episode together. I'm excited. Let's see if it can top Dangerous Soup. How do I seem like I'm doing? Like, I feel like I'm slow right now. No, you seem fine. Like, I feel crusty in some way, like, mentally. I don't know how to... You're mentally crusty, babe. I'm musty, yeah. But, like, (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like I'm going really slow and I'm not catching up a lot. Um, So I'm very sorry if, like, that's how I come across right now. I don't know what's uh, wrong. This is the first thing we've basically done today. So it's not like I've... Maybe it's the waking up. I don't know. It's the winter. We're supposed to be hibernating, but we're, you know, not... You need Folgers in your cup. Well, thankfully, honey, thankfully, (laughs) after this, we'll be able to hydrate, um, relax a little bit, and then continue the recording. So maybe you'll have some time to recoup. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, so that's all I got for everybody. Um, We'll be back in a minute after we finish these two episodes. Ka-chow! Let's just go to the salon one day. Yeah? Yeah. The three of us in a salon? Look yeah. out, world. <laughs> it's like one of those things like, oh, look, trouble just came in. It's just Jeff. <coughs> Fucking it's, Jeff. It's just Harold. Yeah. It's just oh, Howard. God, no, no. Don't just, say the name Harold around me. It's just Howard. God, Harold is creepy. Well, welcome back. We're back, and apparently no one else remembers how the first episode started. So I, I guess... took some notes. You took notes? Yes. Do you want to start with your notes then? Yes. Okay, so the campfire session starts with Gary uh, describing how everybody's story style is different, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. He uh, goes through like everybody's like specific styles as the camera pans to each person, which is really mm-hmm. cool. And then Frank is like, yo, we're going to both be telling the story this time. Which, like... Did not expect that duo of all of them. Right? You know? Because Gary is awesome and Frank's a douchebag. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but uh, the re- <laughs> but they both have like they both have created the separately the two most iconic characters of this show, basically. Yes. Sourdough and are you for and uh Vink. <laughs> and Vokter Dink. Vokter Dink. <laughs> no, uh and me and we've all decided uh Sardo and Vink need to have should have had their own show together. Yeah, and make a great couple. Yeah, Brandon thinks they'd make a great couple. Oh yeah, I also think that. I w- I was saying how like Sardo and Vink are the uh, the the quote strain the weird uncles that come for Christmas and Sardo will give like all his gifts are like the cheapest in the entire world, but then Vink will just slip in a hundred to each gift, like hide it somewhere, and so they end up being the best gifts ever. Sorry, continue. <laughs> We're not even at that point yet. So uh, we have two friends who... Are, the story opens with two friends 
sorry, no. It opens with a man sneaking into a cave. It does, yes. With, with a knife. A knife with and Kenya. with the intent on murdering somebody. Moida. Moida. Uh, he turns this dude sitting in a chair around and discovers it's a fucking skelly boy. It's a bastard skelly. It's a skellington. And then we see sitting in the corner carving bread. He's like, yeah, he's like stabbing the bread. Yeah, he's like and that. Or it's a piece of wood. I don't he also know doesn't like succeed. Like he gets like most of the way through the bread and then chucks it aside. Yeah, yeah. And he's but, like, haha, you fool. But his Your face death is, will be bloody. His face is in shadow. I was like that. The way the dude was talking and just how he was dressed, I was like, it'd be so funny if that was Tim Curry. I would love it. That'd and, be because it would be perfect for his character. And the character. guy that's stuck in with the knife, we find out has an Irish accent. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyways, uh, dude gets disarmed, and a little boy sneaks in, steals the knife and a key, and a spyglass. Mm-hmm. And it is very heavily implied that the dude who snuck in with a knife gets killed by this pirate captain. Yes, uh, Captain Cutter. Yes, not Cutler. Cutter. Cutter. Captain jo- Cutler. Captain Jonas Cut- Cutter. I want to say Cutler from like Scooby Doo, but it's not that. Yeah. Then we go to modern day, and two uh, little boy, uh, two little friend boys, are playing with pirate swords. Like I have asked, you scurvy dog. Yeah, and they're like glow in the dark pirate swords, yeah. like yeah, the like plastic ones. Yeah. yeah. Brandon fell in love with one of the shirts the boy was wearing. His name is Max. It's a little brother yeah. we find out of the main character, or he's also one of the main characters. But yeah, yeah. no, yeah, he just has like this. Uh, multicolored striped shirt, and I was like, I'd wear the fuck out of that, like, 100%. And you'd rock it. You'd look really good in it. Thank you. Brandon also wants the Sardo wardrobe collection. Always. Absolutely. And he absolutely fell in love with Sardo's pirate outfit this episode. Which is so fitting, because Sardo dresses like a pirate to begin with, and then he's in a pirate episode. Love that. It's called Fashion Sweaty. It's called Fashion Sweaty. Look it up. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do my best to find you Sardo's outfits. You do that. <sighs> Yawning. Anyway. So, uh, the little brother, uh, little brother and his friend are just you know sword fighting, and they see older brother Russell, or Rush for, for short. Or Rush for short, his nickname. Well, yeah. first they hear giggling, and they're like, yeah. "What is that?" Then they see Russ sitting on a blanket with a girl that he's flirting with, and they see a sprinkler right next to it, and they're like, yo, let's fuck up Russell's day. Yeah. (laughs) So little brothers, being little brothers, go and turn on the sprinkler. And right as Max and Sandy lean in for... Her name is Sandy, by the way. Lean in for the kiss. You mean Russ and and Sandy. Rush and Sandy, my bad. Yes. They get sprayed in the fucking face. Yeah. Then Russell tackles Max and is like, I'm going to kill you, Toe Jam. That, the Toe Jam comment happens when they're closer to home. I guess so. It didn't look like it, but I guess so. Well, I mean, the dad heard it, I guess. I don't know. That, that was odd, but wasn't the it? The dad was <clears throat> in the house because they came outside. So maybe that whole area was just an extension like from their backyard. There yeah. was like a... A, a park in their backyard. <laughs> yeah, they just had a big backyard. Maybe. Anyways, the parents are leaving for a biking trip, like bicycling trip, and they're going to be biking 75 miles a day. Yeah, you really zoned in on that uh, that detail. You're like, 
No, because like I didn't know they were going on a biking trip because they didn't specifically say that because they were like, oh, it's going to be 75 miles a day. And then they mentioned the biking later. They might have mentioned it right there and just didn't. And I, I didn't hear it, which yeah. is very possible. Yeah, that's fair. I get it. Because I was taking fucking notes. And <laughs> I may not have heard the bicycling part until later. But no. I just heard the 75 miles a day, and I'm like, you're going to be tired after driving 75 miles a day? What the fuck is that? Yeah. Then when you find out it's biking, it's like, oh, understandable. Very understandable. Like, more than understandable. I I would have dropped dead. I retract my previous, uh, oh my God, I'm forgetting the word now. Not statement. It's when you, uh. I can't keep, I can't quit yawning. I'm so sorry, guys. So warm and cozy in here. I retract my previous judgment of you. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. I don't understand how people can do that kind of thing for fun. Like, I, I'm i just built different, I guess. Um, I'm definitely built different. Yeah. And not in the like, good way. Not in a good way. <laughs> um, but the, the idea of riding a bike 75 miles a day for fun as a vacation sounds like a hellscape. Yeah. The idea of driving 75 miles. Eh. We're going to be doing trip. that. I mean, yeah, but like. Still. Oh, no. Five miles, that's like, what, an hour? No. What? It's uh, it's a couple of hours. It's not... If you're on a highway, it's only like an hour and 15 minutes. Well, yeah, you it's always really not have bad. To, you always have to, like, plan for a little more. At least I plan for a little more. I don't know. Because right. of traffic and that kind of stuff. And especially in, like, winter weather and whatnot. Yeah, we're all going through it today, aren't we? We're very... I keep, I keep yawning, but every time I'm yawning, it, like, closes up my ears, and so I miss, like, a good couple seconds of what y'all are fucking saying, and so when I come back, I'm like, I can't even join in what y'all are saying, because I can't, I couldn't hear. No, going back to the bike thing, I occasionally will watch these, um, uh, I watch Danger Dave on YouTube, and what they do, they do mountain, like, downhill mountain biking, basically, and I'm just, my toxic trait is thinking, I could fucking do that, even though I'd wipe no. out in, like, half oh, a second. no, absolutely not. Lo- like, there's no way. There's just no way. Y'all, I saw the stupidest thing on TikTok. They attached a trampoline to a hot air balloon. And I I'm saw like, that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they I'm, have parachutes. I'm 100% convinced it's fake. No, they had parachutes and stuff. Like, it's, it's a real thing. It's just... Jesus. What happens if the trampoline becomes dislodged? Yeah, that's the only Hold well, on tight. I say, as far as them like being thrown off or whatever, they have parachutes. I'm not worried about them. I'm la- I'm worried the about where the trampoline lands. Uh, then you you secure the trampoline to where it does not do that. I guess I I would hope they would take the precautions to make sure. Not the point. We are getting we way get back to the story. off topic. So what happens is they leave for There's the little trip, mountain and they're thing. like, by the way. Um, the babysitter's coming, and yeah, we have Gregory. we have the money for the babysitter. So, which, which is the world's biggest check? Yeah, really. Yeah. And then, um, who's what's the older kid's name? Rush. Rush yeah. is like, oh, I could take care of things. I can take care of things. I don't need a babysitter. And that is when, um, the dad mentions, oh, is that why you were calling your little brother Toe Jam, or telling him that you were gonna kill him and calling him Toe Jam? Yeah, or really. Like that. Yeah. That's why we were confused about like how did you how did you hear that yeah. happening if it was Talking at a park? Have super hearing, right? I don't know, but <clears throat> we cut to it and they we see them. They kind of come to an agreement. We don't quite know what the agreement is, but it's 
They're not going to have a, they're not going to deal with a babysitter. Yeah. I I remember um, Max being like, oh, she smells like fish. And then then just being like, well, we're not, we're not going to have to deal with her or whatever. She's not going to stink up my weekend. Yeah, there it is. So cut to her coming to the door. Yeah. It's this little old lady. She reminds me of uh, Mrs. Han from the Cat in the Hat live action movie. That's fair. It's, she's kind of animated. Well, the way that she just is, her full face is looking through the uh, the peephole, like they show it through the, her full face through the peephole, that's what mm. reminds me of it. Maybe. But she's a very animated looking old lady, though, if that makes sense. Like, she's oh, very, yeah. she's such an old lady, old lady. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, like, which one of the, which one of the boys deepened their voice like that? Was it Rush? It was mm. Rush that deepened his voice, and it was Max, Max who that, put his arm through the thing. Yeah, with so, the dots on it that looked like measles. Right. So we're getting ahead of ourselves, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Rush is dipping in his voice. He's like, Mrs. Whatever your name is. Gregory. Oh, Mr. What's, what's their last Keegan. name? Mr. Keegan, is that you? And she kneels down to look through the little mail slot. He's like, yes, I'm sorry, but we decided not to go traveling. We're sick. And then out comes an arm from the mail slot. Uh, the boys have measles. But we're still going to pay you. Here's a check. Yeah. And so they give her the money. And doesn't she like fall or something? And she falls back when the arm comes out. Yeah, she falls the back. She, she fall, but she still grabs the check. So yeah. she's like, I, I need that money. I need to get my bag, you know. And then she leaves. And then cut to the boys in the living room. And... All Max wants to do is spend time with his brother. He's like, okay, yeah. what are we going to do? What are we going to do? He's like, fucking we? And Who's Rush is we? like, we're not going to do anything. You fucking French? Who's this we? And Max is like, oh, but you said I could do anything if 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 I helped you out. He's like, yeah, you can go to your friend's house. Just get out of my house. Get, get out of my way. Yeah, just do what you want. Just leave me alone. Because Rush just wants to invite his like little girlfriend over to make out. Like, literally. Essentially, yeah. yeah. But uh, what happens next? Um, so they make a deal and Rush goes to, um, the Magic Mansion, I believe it's called, which is Sardo's Magic Shop. And he's talking to Sardo and they're like trying out this magic kit, which we see a lot of this magic kit called Shandu's Magic Set. Shandu the Great's Magic Kit. Which like is a callback to the Magician's Assistant, if nobody, if anybody missed it. Uh, I thought it was really cool how they did that. Um, at some point they see, or Rush sees this treasure chest and there's a thing on it that says, open it, win a prize. And, uh, Sardo is like, ah, you don't have to worry about that. I've tried everything to open it and I can't get it open. Well, Rush just walks over, just fucking opens it. Yeah. And inside we see, we find a key, a knife and a spyglass. And so Sardo's like, yeah, I was told, I was told by a dude that like, if I if I was able to open this, he'd give me five thousand do- dolls. I'm a collector, you see. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, the prize for you is like everything in this chest. He's like, that's fucking lame. But he gets the magic kit and he goes home. He gives a spyglass to um to Max and he goes, all right, now leave. My girlfriend, my girly friend's coming over. Well, listen, I if I was talking about this while it was going on, but yeah. even at that age, I would have been so fucking excited for a spyglass and. Yeah. Uh, a knife, like a cool looking a knife. knife. No, um, the spyglass and the knife, and what else was it? A large key. A large key. I would have been so hyped. No, yeah, that was so cool. So looking. fucking hyped. Um, I mean, you know me. I would 
fucking bury treasure shit, like anything that looked remotely like treasure in my fucking yard to try to find it later and fail. So like, <laughs> yeah, that was that was right in my alley. You were a pirate in a past life. Totally. <laughs> a failed a pirate. Like, not a good one. <laughs> you were either a pirate or a dumb dog. A dumb pirate dog. <laughs> I was on, I was like brought onto the ship to help locate the treasure and just never was able to do it. Damn. You were hit by a falling coconut. Yeah. Rip. So, uh, his little girlfriend comes over. I forget what all of the interruptions were by Rush. I know one time. Like, him and the girlfriend are sitting on the couch, and they're about to kiss, and Rush just pops up in between them behind the couch, like, look at this spyglass! Because originally like, when Rush... about to kiss? Yeah, when Rush looked through it, there was, like, he couldn't see anything. He's like, he's busted. Mm-hmm. But when Max looked through it, he saw, like, a graveyard or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And, like... He's he like, was... what are you talking about? This isn't busted. Yeah, but, of course, Rush isn't listening to him. Yeah. Um. He wants, he wants a kiss-kiss. Yeah. He, he, and flat out asks the girl, hey, do you want to make out? No, yeah, it was fucking, I was like, wow, that's bull. Is this the first time we've had, like, people kiss in an episode before, like, in this show? No, we've had, like, so. like two the kids. prom episode, right? Did they kiss? Oh, the kids. Yeah, where the kids kissed. Did that happen in, like, a prom well, technically, episode? Well, technically high schoolers are kids. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking. Like, they are definitely kids, not even technically. No, I just meant, like, the I, characters. I think this is the first time we've had somebody be so blatant and blunt about it. Do you want to make out? With others, it's been more natural yeah. and, you know, uh, smooth. You want to make out? Whereas <laughs> this dude was just... I mean, Brad was pretty like that, too, but I don't think he got uh, smooth. No, he wasn't, he wasn't the main character. Are you kidding me? Um, also, he was gross. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He didn't deserve it. But, no, yeah, so they do, well, not yet. Uh, well, no, he do, he asks about that, and then, what's the second commotion? Because it's like, there's three, there's, big, there's three big interrupts. The one underneath the bed? Yeah. Underneath the bed was the last one. Was it? Yes. Okay. I remember that one specifically. Something happens, at one point, the we see- The starts spinning. The spyglass starts spinning, it's that's like right, and then he, then he runs in, and is like, hey, this was happening, he's like, Fuck you, Max. Fuck you, little brother. And um, Max goes up, and I think he, like, hears something from inside his closet, so he goes to open it, but there's nothing in there. He turns around and rushes there, looking at his CDs. Mm-hmm. He's like, he gets a couple CDs. Then they go down, and they finally start making I say finally as if I've been waiting the entire episode for it, but they start making out. And um, all of a sudden, we get Max upstairs, and... There's like, he dropped the spyglass, right? And it went to the edge of the bed, and he bends down to pick it up, and a hand reaches out and grabs him, and he yanks back, and the glove comes off. It's a uh, skeleton hand. It wraps around his leg and starts pulling him under the bed. Of course, he's fucking screaming. Bloody murder, as I would, yes. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And from downstairs, Rush is like, now what is, what's his problem now? And Sandy is like, I'll, I Maybe I should just go. She's like, he's like, no, 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 just, just wait here. I'll be and, right back. I'll be right back. And he goes and he fucking, he's like, what the hell is your deal? Because Max runs to the door right as he gets there. And he's like, there's something under my bed. There's a skeleton under my bed. And he looks under the bed and there's nothing there. And he's mad. And he goes downstairs. Sandy fucking booked it as she, as she should. Honestly, mm-hmm. at this point, it was never seen again. Yeah, honestly, yeah, net was never seen the rest of the episode. That plot point done. Um. 
And so Rush is like, I hate you. Stop ruining my life. Get away from me. Just as like going off on this little kid. Teenage uh, hormones, uh, am yeah. I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What happens next? Is this the point where he goes into the dream? You know what? It might be. It might. He might have the dream around this point. Uh, you want to talk about that? Yeah. So Russell starts having this dream where he's in a graveyard and he meets up with this ghost dude. Where he's, and the ghost dude is like, what he desires is not what he wants. And I think it was flipped, but yes. What he wants is not what he desires. Yeah, what he wants is not what he desires. It's very Irish. Like, yes. In a very Irish voice. And we're like, dude, that makes no sense. No, yeah. I was like, I actually don't fucking get it. What he desires is not what he desires. Um, and like, yeah, it's just very stupid and everything. Oh, and, and his, uh, his legs get wrapped up in vines. Yeah. And uh, Russell wakes up and is like, what the fuck? <clears throat> he, like... He wakes up in his bed, looks through the spyglass. Which is by his bed for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. He never questions it. Yeah. And then he goes to the Magic Mansion the next day and is like, look, Mr. Sardo, Mr. Sardo. And That's Sardo, Sardo! Yeah, Sardo has an aneurysm because really somebody impression. said Mr. Thank you, by the way. He's been working on it for years. Yes, <laughs> I have. You're right. And Sardo has an aneurysm because somebody called him Mister. I'm gonna have to start doing that. It's have Davis. Davis with a da 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 and a hiss hiss hiss. I'm gonna get my name legally changed to Vink. Oh no! They just go around terrorizing people. Vink hyphen Sardo. Vinkdo. It's Vinkdo. Sarvink. With that's a va va va. Sardo. With a va va va. That's the ship name. Sar- Sarvink. Sarvink. Vinkdo. Vinkdo. It sounds like a Pokemon. It does, doesn't it? But Vink-do. fucking Rush, yeah, he's like, look, take it back. He's I like, don't I don't want it. it. And Sardo, he leaves. Sardo's like, wait, no, it's your. And we have this, quote, mysterious voice. Come up, don't like, worry. It is his. He cannot escape his destiny. And then he fucking like just raises his cape over the spyglass and lowers it, and the spyglass is gone. Disappears, yeah. And Sardo's like, "What about my money?" And then the mysterious man produces a wad of hundreds, and Sardo's just stands at attention. Yeah, really. <laughs> figuratively and literally and penally. Because you know he just got fully erect when he saw that. <laughs> and then the mysterious stranger, of course, doesn't give it to him because Sardo hasn't completely fulfilled his end of the bargain. And Sardo's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Pretty much. Sorry, Sardo's a bitch boy. He's like, if he comes around, then send him to me. Yep. Yes, master. <laughs> Basically. Based, yeah. Well... I'm pretty sure Sardo would do anything for a buck. So, that night, Max is, like, home alone or whatever. He go, He's going to his bedroom, he's, like, scared. And the window just kind of blows open, like, real creep-like. And Max is, like, in a trance now. And he starts walking outside. And I guess there's, like, a lake or whatever behind their house. Because yeah. something's rowing toward... Rowing backwards, by the way, towards the shore. Like, it looks like... They took a guy rowing out and then just reversed it, which it looks wrong, really wrong. But this dude's like in a in a jacket with his hood up, so we can't see. Um, fucking 
Rush comes home. He's like, Max, where are you? Not there. Um, he fa- he's like in Max's room for some. I think he's looking for Max. But he opens his closet yeah. door, and there is a note, an old-timey note with cal- in calligraphy writing pinned up to the inside of the door with a knife that says, like, this isn't a dream, I have the boy, or whatever. I have the child! So, Rush freaks out, he looks out the window, he sees the rowing guy, and, um, fucking runs outside, right? But, of course, Max is, like, in a trance. So he goes out there, sees Max, tries to get his attention. Max is completely just not having it. Um, And we notice that this guy rowing is rowing backwards. I already said that. And it completely looks like, well, now he's outside seeing it. Oh, okay. Because when he's he's inside, he didn't actually see it. So when he was outside, I believe, is when he actually saw it. Anyway, details, details. Um, He's rowing backwards, and he just freezes. He stops. And so Rush goes up to him and he's like, my parents will be back any second. And he gets really close, like pretty brave of him to get that close to the yeah. rubber guy. And um, he turns the guy around and what do you know? Skeleton. It's a fucking skeleton again. And this is like a really cool transition where the guy's like face just like, full, like fucking, it's like reverse evaporation, but it evaporates onto him or whatever. Mm-hmm. It evaporates. It goes from skeleton to muscle to skin. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just this it's this guy, he's a, a scallywag, you know? And he's like, Wee! He's got, like, a, a weird eye, and, like, most of his teeth are missing. His yeah. name is Mr. Noise, we find out. Mr. Noise, yeah. And um, that's when Rush grabs Max, and they run back into the house. Um, run back into the house, and boom! Oh, what do you know? The scallywag is he there again. He jumps out from behind a corner. Yeah. yeah, he's just he's just fucking there. And next thing you know, they turn around to leave to go out the front door, and there's the a door new... swings open yep. mysteriously. There's fog, and enters this. Uh, what we see, I didn't realize it was him at the time, but it's Captain Cutter because I didn't rec- I didn't realize it was the same outfit and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um. No, oh yeah, it's just being real menacing. He takes Max. Yeah, he takes Max, and he's basically like, there's nothing you can do about it. Bye. <laughs> Sayonara, sucker. Right. And um, the guy, the scallywag, is holding Rush in a headlock, basically, mm-hmm. while this is happening, so he physically can't go after them. But then once Captain Cutter is out the door and he can't see him anymore, um, the scallywag disappears. Yeah, Mr. Noise. Whatever. He disappears, <laughs> And that's when Rush runs outside um, all the way to the water where they're already... Pretty far out, yeah. Yeah, pretty far out in their boat. And then there's maniacal laughter from Captain Cutter. And he runs in the water. Uh, that's right, and he gets wet socks. Which, that it, just seeing that irritates me. Yeah. Like, is the most uncomfortable fucking thing. Um, I'm trying to remember what happens next. I have a cheat sheet pulled up. Oh, he goes to the, he, the, he goes to the magic shop, okay? And, he's um, like, yo, Mr. Sardo. It's closed, and he's like, bang, 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 Mr. Sardo, Mr. Sardo. Sardo comes down, and he's like, oh, this is just hopeless. It's Sardo. And then he stops, because he quick, notices it's the little boy. Real quick, before, um, before we leave the shore... Rush picks up a spyglass and, like, points at his house and looks through it, and he sees, like, the mausoleum from the cemetery from his dream just slam shut. Ah, okay. And Cutter, Cutter's laughing. Yeah. Um, 
so that is actually after it slams shut. That is the point where it ends. The had, ending to the first episode. Yeah, the end to the first episode. Oh, I okay. like how they ended this one because I expect it to just like cut and continue in the next one, kind of like how like Goosebumps would do it, right? But no, um, it cuts back to the campfire and a storm starts happening. It starts raining and everybody wants to continue, but they're like, "No, nah, we'll continue this next time." And they leave, and then uh, next episode they come back and they kind of recap what happens. Now we're now you are right. He does go back to yeah. Sardo's magic mansion in the middle I, of the night. But anyway, so yeah, he goes back to Sardo's magic shop, and at first Sardo's annoyed, and then he sees him. He's like, "Oh yeah, come in!" And do like Rush immediately starts threatening him. He's like, "Look, um, so, blah blah blah, kill your parents. Blah 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 blah, I'll kill you." And then that's not what happens. Sorry, this is just so. Because it's a two-parter, it suffers from a, a similar thing that, like, the Goosebumps episode suffered from, where, like, the middle parts are so hard to remember, because they're, they're just connecting to, like, the main parts. Yes. Like, I don't... So, I, I apologize. With me already being, like, cozy and tired and yawning, I am struggling right now. So, I apologize. I realize there's been a lot of um, silence in this recap, so sorry about that. Um... No, but he does threaten to call the police, and Sardo's like, I don't think they'll believe you any more than I do. He's like, yeah, you're right. I went to the police already. I was bluffing. So, Sardo gives him a business card to a place called the Wild Boar Coffier. I think it's... Coffier. An actual barbershop. An actual barbershop, which he goes in and finds Dr. Vink sitting there in his paint-splattered jumpsuit or whatever. Die. Died, splattered jumpsuit. Well, you know what? It's a fucking look, whatever it is. Yeah, and there's like a bunch of potion bottles everywhere in different colors, so it's like a barbershop apothecary, basically. Mm -hmm. Anybody want to pick up from there? And Dr. Vink is like, yo, what is your name? And he says, well, you know, my name happens to be Russell Ian Keegan. And Vink flips over the chest from the Magic Mansion, and on the bottom of it is Ian Keegan. He's like, you are the great-grandson of the man who tried to kill Captain Cutter 200 years ago. It is your destiny to fucking destroy his spirit, motherfucker. And Ian's like, yo, I don't want to destroy anybody's spirit. I don't want to be a hero or a champion or nothing. I just want my little brother back. Yeah, very much against, like, I don't want to fight. Why Why should I have to fight? And Vink calls him out on his bullshit, and he's like, the brother that you said you despised? I don't despise my brother. Really? Uh, is that not what you said? He did say he hated him, yeah. Did you not so. say you hated him? That he ruined your life? You wanted him out of your life? Are these not things that you said? Um, so they look through the spyglass and are just magically transported to that graveyard. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, no? No. Is that what happened? That's basically what happened, I yeah. thought so. Yeah. I, I remember them looking through it, but why would Vink be transported as well? Oh, I guess we got ex. I don't remember any of this, but apparently we got exposition on why his name is Captain Cutter. Yeah, his blade. It was his chosen name because he took to the blade so well. I don't. I didn't remember that. Oh, I did. Why don't you? Why don't you jump in then? Um, because he was talking. I didn't want to interrupt. It was. It could have just been a little fun fact. Oh, by the way, this was. This happened. And we find out that his name is Captain Cutter because he took so well to his blade. Hmm. So, I don't know what his actual name was, though. Captain Jonas Cutter. I don't know what his actual name was there. I don't think they said anything about it. So, Would he gets like transported and um, he sees his brother walking towards him. His brother's walking towards him and he's like, oh my god, is it Max? 
Max is the brother's name. Oh is. my god, Max. And then he like I think he touches Max's shoulder or something. And boom, it's not Max. You it's... jumped way ahead. <laughs> you you jumped... weren't saying anything. I know, so... but I'm I was sorry. waiting for people to get done talking so I could continue. Continue, yes. I, I know what There was a about. long silence. That's why was... I jumped in. There's was... been a lot of long silences. That's I was why I've been respectful for people to finish talking. Well, there was a long silence. That's why I started talking. Maybe we should just make an agreement that it's okay to jump in. Because, like, if we just keep waiting... Because I, I jump in a lot because if we just keep waiting, there's going to be long silences. We got to just go for it. Okay, anyways. That the graveyard. And then... Uh, fuck, what's his name? Russell sees the mausoleum that he's supposed to open. He opens it with the key, and he runs into Ian again. He's like, grandson, remember, what he desires is not what he wants. Yeah, 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 I'm away. He's like, what the fuck does that even mean? It's also kind of wild, because the dude's makeup makes him look like his throat is slit, you pointed out. Yeah. So it's like, wow, all right, that's a cool detail. Yeah. And that, that is a particularly bloody death because, you know, the juggler and everything, mm-hmm. and it just pumps blood, so. Yeah. Well, it's said that he failed to kill him, so. Yeah, we knew he died. I just think it's a fun detail. Yeah. Um. And at the beginning of the episode, Cutter said, I want your death to be a bloody one, so congrats on that, Cutter. Yeah. But, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Russell goes down and he opens a coffin in the mausoleum and it's a skelly boy. It's a bastard skelly. What is a bastard skelly? It's from Dead Meat. Oh, I don't know what that means. Like, I've never seen Dead Meat. I, I've seen Dead Meat, but I don't know what. Why bastard skelly? What is that? Because skeletons don't get, don't get counted on the kill count. Gotcha. So they're bastard skellies. Okay. I, th- I think it's I just a funny, cute thing. No, I can understand it. Yes, yes, yes. Anyways, uh, the Skelly turns out to be alive and looks at him and goes like, "Welcome aboard, Skipper." My voice cracked. Holy shit! Am I turning into Peter Brady? Who? Oh God, I'm so old. The Brady Bunch. Oh, I probably could have put that together. I've never seen. I've never seen the Brady Bunch either. I know of them. <laughs> I remember when the movie came out. There was a movie. Yes, the Brady Bunch had a movie. So did the Partridge Family. I know the Beverly Hillbillies did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting off topic. Fuck me! Uh, Russell gets scared. I keep on forgetting his name. Rush. Rush. The Bra- dog from Mega Man. Brain scrambled egg. <laughs> Rush gets scared, falls... Uh, the ground collapses underneath him, falls like 15, 20 feet, lands on his shoulder. He really fucking does, doesn't Should he? Should yeah. be dead and or maimed in some way. There's However, like he's a fucking. Fine. Yeah, there's like a fucking. Um, a little cargo a net, net that does yeah. nothing. It does nothing. It falls right with him. He just. Full, onto I just the know ground. I would have died. No, yeah, I would have been out. <clears throat> like, I at least would have been out count. for hours, yeah. Broken shoulder, broken arm, broken collarbone, at have least. Gone through my sternum. I would have gone through your student. Yeah, just, oh no, <laughs> oh no! I'm visualizing that. That is painful. Oof. Oh man, yeah, I probably it yeah. would have felt like it too. No. no, but the whole time he's down there, you hear he hears Cutter's voice just kind of taunting him, right? And so he open when he opens the the Skelly thing because that happens first. I thought is it is it not? Yeah, he opens the coffin upstairs. Yeah, then he steps back, falls to the ground. Okay. Fall, hits the cargo now. Okay, there's a coffin upstairs. Got yeah, it. Yeah, lands on the ground, breaks his shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking Mortal Kombat's his fucking spine. <laughs> Has an x-ray done on him. Yeah. And then Cutter, Cutter's like, yo, find your way to me, bitch. It's like a maze. 
It's like a little. It's not even a maze. He's in a fucking room with more than with like two exits. At one point, like he goes towards the one exit he can see, and a gate drops in front of him and bounces. He's like, "Not that way!" Oh no, 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 no! You bad, bad boy, the bad dog. Um, he doesn't even try to lift the gate, even though he saw it bounce. Yeah, I didn't see it bounce, but you're like that gate fucking bounced. I was like, "Oh shit!" Um, like you can lift that gate, it bounced. It's cardboard. Uh, there's one point where he sets a tripwire and he looks at the camera like, oh, and then he does a fucking dodge roll out of the way of these spikes that come. No, that would have been the end of me. If I hadn't thought to just step back or something, that would have been, mm-hmm. I'm done. There was a skull on one of the spikes. Yeah. Which I never understood how a skull stays on the spikes when they retract into the wall. Who knows, honestly. Just for the scary effect, that's all it yeah, was. Yeah, the, we wanted a skull, we wanted a skull there, and therefore there was a skull there. It's the aesthetic. Yeah. He continues going, and then he looks down a crevice in the wall. Mm -hmm. It's not even a crevice. It's more like a full-on fucking hallway. Yeah. And then he sees Mr. Noise with a cannon, and Mr. Noise is just like, hi, and fires the cannon, and he dodges a cannonball. I remember the cannon, the the cannonball. I didn't remember Mr. Noise setting it off. I just thought it was a cannon that went, bam! No, it was the, Mr. Noise. Then when the smoke clears, there's Max. Yeah, this is where we get to where you were talking about. And Rush is like, Max! And he grabs his brother's hand, and then the camera pans away to show Rush, you know, hold, still holding Max's hand and trying to pull him down the hallway. But he's like, come on, Max! And then he turns back, and it's Mr. Noise. And he's like, howdy doody! <laughs> Rush holds up the knife and it fucking fires a laser for the Legend of Zelda Master Sword. Fucking for real. And disperses Mr. Noise. And so now Rush has a kill count. He he has one kill. Mm -hmm. Congrats. Everybody applaud. All right. Um... No, yeah, but he eventually makes it into the treasure room where the real Max is being kept in a rebar cage. A rebar bird cage. Yeah, and he's like, Max, that one's really, you're really Max. Right? He's like, yeah, I'm really Max. And I'm speaking, aren't I? Yeah, there's fucking rope tying the thing together, which like, okay. And so he starts undoing it, and from behind him he hears a, and he turns around as Captain Cutter. He tries to untie with his fingers, not the pointy not sharp the stick he, he carries. Yeah. Well, shucks. <laughs> it's a magic fucking dagger. Can't cut rope. Not in his mind, apparently. <laughs> fucking kids. Stupid fucking kids. But he fucking... Cutter shows up and he goes, Arr! And basically is like, I've been waiting... De- I've been waiting 200 years for this final battle to ensue. Which I'm like, yikes. Alright, I guess. But then... um. He's like, oh, it's a sword fight. And Rush is like, I don't got a sword. He's like, too bad. And then he like dodges a sword for a couple seconds. After saying it'll be a fair fight, Rush is like, I ain't got a sword, dude. Too bad. And then Cutter's like, oh, that's too bad, bitch. Because I've got a sword. It's right here. Every time you say I've got a sword, I just think in my we mind, all have swords. Yeah, yeah, we've all got swords. I love that scene so much. Um, <laughs> that Abu puts the sword down. <laughs> all right, you're going to end. You're right. Um, <laughs> He's got a sword. You, you idiots. We've, we've all, all got, got swords. swords. <laughs> um, fucking. No, so Max gets himself out of the cage and has the knife because nobody in this episode can hold on to a fucking knife when they drop down. So he's just holding it straight up. 
Rush is dodging without while he has the knife tucked in his pants. No, when he fell the original to- no, no, time, no, no, no. he dropped before the knife. Before he fell. Before he fell. Before he he's fell. He's dodging because he was fighting cut- Cutter with a chair that he picked up. He was. You're right. I forgot about that. And then uh, what, oh, Cutter's uh, expositing and gloating and shit. And then there's Vink. Vink there. came in. He's like, remember, use the dagger. See, I don't remember that at all. I did not remember Vink remember singing he, in. He- peeked his head out and you were like where'd he come from I remember that part but yeah. then you're like you guys were like That's... he came through the door I was like I don't remember that but you remember him saying I remember, the dagger I remember him going use the dagger and then like, he just and then Rush was brain... like haha the dagger and then the dagger got disarmed and then in my brain Max Vink just appeared out, out from behind the chair like use the dagger <laughs> Vink is just some mystical thing that do appears from behind things legit though Vink is just like do the roar do the roar <laughs> Use a dagger. Use a da- use a dagger. Use the force, Luke. Aaron Pegger, what are you doing here? <laughs> you say Aaron Pegger? Tager. His like the actor's Aaron name is Aaron Traeger? 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 See, I was well, thinking Aaron the- Yeager. And Aaron then Aaron Pegger. And Yeager. I was like, Aaron what? Traeger. <laughs> it is Tager. I was right. Ta- Screw Aaron Tager. <laughs> Who the fuck is Aaron Tager? Vink! Oh, see, I'm thinking Ed and Jaeger. Ed and Tager. <laughs> no, it's just a see. Aaron Tager, what are you doing here? Waiting for them to use the dagger. <laughs> I am not a nutbag. Adam Sandler, what are you doing here? Waiting for them to play Gangnam Style. I don't know what Fucking that's from, but I love that Sandler? scene. Sandler, what? Have you not seen that scene? No. No, yeah, it's, it was like a, a thing. It was, I don't know who it was, but it's some actress. Who, Adam Sandler, what are you doing here? Waiting for them to play Gangnam Style. I don't know what the scene is, but it was like the audio was popular on TikTok for a bit. I don't know what it's from, but it was always funny to me. So that's what I was quoting when I was like, here and take. Yeah, anyway. So, at some point, he drops the knife. Yes. And then moments later, after Cutter is just gloating, instead of killing this child, which he very much wants to do, um, says he wants allegedly to do. wants to do, as we find out, uh, he turns around and there's Max, who freed himself. Um, he's a strong, independent little brother who don't need no big brother. But um, so he picks up the knife and he's just holding it straight up. And well, that's how the other one was holding it too. They just hold these knives straight up. They don't know how to use like knives. Like they want to stab the fucking sky or something. Yeah. The roof. This one to like show the it. Ceiling. Here, I got a knife. See? Um, no. They, they hold so, it like a fucking pitchfork. Yeah. <laughs> so is that one. American Gothic? American oh Gothic with, with that knife. Yeah. <laughs> so a bee, a laser shoots from the knife. And no, uh, his brother takes it first. Does he? Okay. Yeah, I remember. I don't. I don't remember, Michael. I'm doing my best. Because Vink is like, use the knife again. Brain scramble egg. Yes, and then Cutter yes. gets hit with the fucking laser beam and falls backwards into his chair and then vines wrap around him. Like fucking evil, evil dead. And then Vink is like, kill him. Use the dagger. That's all Vink says is use the dagger. Kill him. Just... And then the cutter's like, yeah, do it! Kill me! And we're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Stab me, bitch! This whole time I'm thinking this child's not Pull about the to trigger, kill this motherfucker. man. I'm dead already. You cannot hurt me. And then... What is dead may never die. And then um, Rush's ancestor ghost 
appear like appears in his brain like remember what he wants is not what he desires and they work out that he wants to die because being killed would release him from having to guard all this treasure when he's like i'm done i want out and they're like you know and vink is there too this is like actually one of the ones that's weird because vink is not the villain at all in this one which is odd considering who vink is as we've seen him before hype but um i'm all for good guy vink yeah, so, anyway, they all decide as a collective that leaving him here would be more fitting and would honor his victims more. Did I say that right, I think? Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a punishment to it's leave It's more of a punishment to them, yeah, to him. Well, and then live. Yeah, and then the place just starts collapsing, and so they're running... So they break the dagger. With, he, yeah, they, breaks he breaks the, the dagger, dagger over, his, over knee. his knee. Yeah. Like, okay, I guess. Um, and by this time, Vink is long gone, gone, gone. Yeah, he's he's out. Um, and then the place starts collapsing around them. They run away, and they they get to the end. There's like a, a fucking rope ladder or whatever. And um, uh, it was... It was wood. Was it wood? Okay, yeah. yeah it was, it was a, there was a ladder, and so Rush is like, "Max, you go first. And he, Max is like going up two steps at a time, looking back, and then going up a couple, looking back, like fucking go, <laughs> like get out of here. It was actually infuriating. Go on, get. Um, go on, get. We were pissed. Yeah, he finally gets to the top, and that is when. Um, <laughs> Rush is like, okay, now I can start going. And so he climbs the ladder, and this whole time the camera's cutting back to like this one piece of rope that's holding, I guess, the ladder to the. The wall? Yes. Okay. And... It snaps. It snaps. And Rush is hanging by a rope or a vine or whatever. Rush jumps from the ladder to the fucking rope. I would have simply died. I would have just died. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'm climbing a rope, even if I want to. I just can't do it. But... Okay. And I, I just want to point out, this kid climbs this rope... Using only his hands. He doesn't, like, wrap the rope around his foot. No, they are flailing. It, yeah, his yeah. legs are swinging wildly. It, it, horrible rope climbing technique. Three out of ten. That's generous. That's generous, yeah. Yeah, it's generous. However, I'm giving points done, because he's doing it. He was able to do cable. it. Yeah, that's fair. He did it while the cable's collapsing around him under severe pressure. Yeah. That's why I'm giving him points. And then he grabs on to Max's arm, and Max's like, pull! And which one of you said, like, if he pulls, you're going down? Was that you? Okay. It pissed me off so much. It's like, you don't want him to pull you. You want to pull him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you... trying. Your hands are all sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb, dumb. So we, get, we, get, we do get them up, though. And they look through the spyglass, and they're magically transported back to where they live, their home. And there's Dr. Vink, and he's like, I knew you guys could do it. <laughs> I felt it best to leave you to your own devices. Did you, you fucking coward? <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry you didn't get any of the treasure, Dr. Vink. Oh, it's about the adventure, not the treasure. But I did swipe some of the treasure, yes. <laughs> and he gives them each one jewel. One singular costume jewel. And one is, like, really small. Yeah. The ruby one. They were yeah. both very pretty, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah. I, I want jewel. I, I want Look, I want if any of our listeners have jewels and Sin. want to no. get some, want to get rid of some, I'll very happily take something shiny. 
crow brain. I love, good, I love some good costume jewelry. I want to put them I, in my I mouth. Though. They look like gushers. I love costume jewelry. Or like okay. lollipops. It's really pretty. I, I, I to, love shiny sparkly. I used to have this rock. It was a smooth rock. But it was like fist sized, right? Yeah. And it was spray painted gold and then coated in like gold glitter. Ooh. I loved that rock. I took that Ooh. rock with me a lot of places. I think I stole it from church. It was used in like a play they had or whatever. I don't There's think. nothing stopping us from making those things. You're right. No, you're right. And like, it's not like my mom doesn't live next to a creek side where we can just get a fist sized river rock at any point we want. We can. We could. We'd get bigger if we wanted. We could just. We can find somebody with a rock tumbler. We have a rock tumbler. Y'all have rock tumblers? Yeah, that was the first thing. That was the first mm-hmm. Christmas present I ever got her. We can make smooth rocks and then cook <laughs> What them. was that like? Okay. Um, we can make smooth rocks and then coat them. I want to make them look like sea glass. Oh, that'd be cute. I don't think they make coats tiny enough for those rocks, Michael. Like coats? Yeah, like he said winter we could coat, coats? We, he said we could coat them, yeah. Oh my did God. Did you all know? Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Fun fact. Did you know they actually make jackets for Xbox controllers? I believe it. I'm not surprised. They make everything. They make cozies for a lot of things. I can't think of it right now, but there's a cozy for something that I, I did not expect. But the crocheting community, what is it? Is wild. Yeah, it's. You want to talk about wild crocheting things? I want to talk about this episode. For be honest, <laughs> <laughs> somebody made a cock cozy for one of my friends. I, I was literally it. thinking about like dick socks. Yeah. Yeah. Ball cozy cozies. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. Dicks and balls. Okay, where were we? Yeah, uh, we were at the end of the episode. Literally the end of the episode. Uh, How did the campfire go? Oh, wait, no, 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 no. So, uh, Sardo was upset Mm -hmm. because he didn't get any of the treasure. And he's like, now listen to here, you. And Vink is like, I have thought about doubling your price. And then Sardo is like, are there any other adventures we could go on? Like, which now I need a show that has nothing to do with Are You Afraid of the Dark, except that it's those two just going on adventures and finding treasure. Like, they're treasure hunters. Yes. We can film this. No, we can't. We need the actors. I need them. I need them to do it. I don't care if they're older than they were then. I I can be Vink and you can be Sardo. We just need costumes. You know, you got a point. However, well. You would need to shave. He's not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I mean, well... I mean, Sardo could have grown a beard. It'll no, no, give no, you I... an excuse to have all of the Sardo outfits. You got a point. You make a val... Valued... Valued? Val... Val... Valid? Valid, valid point. Brain... Though I like that you think that my points are valued. Brain scramble egg. <laughs> value points. Value points. Yeah, value city furniture. How many value points do I have? Like eight. At least eight. Yeah. You can, can I exchange them for anything? Uh, yeah, sure. What can I exchange them for? Mm-hmm. A high five. Costume jewelry. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> you need to get six, how many? Um, like twenty for a jewel. How do I get more points? You'll get more jewel. You'll get more points. <laughs> Are you what is me? happening right now? I'm trying to come up with a. I'm trying to come up with a currency Commerce. system right here. Oh my god! <laughs> you have any idea how much I'm struggling right now? It's Dolly, a lot. While by he the comes way. up, while he comes up with more point system, uh, what happened at the campfire, last campfire? Yeah. I don't remember. 
Um, I believe it was, they were like, whoa, what a good story. And then they high five. I, that's all I remember. And that's the end of the episode. I'm so sorry this took so fucking much brain power to just get through. <laughs> I really did like this episode. these episodes. I should have taken more notes, but the episode sucked me in because it was really good. It's not like I don't have the wiki right in front of me. I loved wiki, this wiki. episode. I thought it was Wait, so- we can use the wiki? Yeah, we Wiki, not? wiki. I do all the time. Whenever I well, whenever I can't remember like a because uh, I don't like to read it word for word because that's kind of, yeah, that's, that's cheating. That feels icky, yeah. But like whenever I can't remember a part, I look through the wiki. That's I'm that's wiki, I look wiki. through the wiki. Like yeah, when somebody else is like talking and like I fill in details, I'm able to remember from there. Yeah, of course we can use the wiki. I've been using the wiki. Yeah, he's, he's used the wiki as long as I've been in here, at least. I've been using the wiki for like a very long I time. I thought you were just uh, like pre-gaming for the trivia and stuff. Oh, that's there, but like I have been using the wiki. <laughs> I've I've expressly talked about using the wiki when Jordan was still a host. Brandon, I can't remember this shit. Brain swimbling. I've been sitting here trying to fidget with things and like paint and stuff, and I've dropped almost everything that I've held in my hands. Yeah. Why I have a collection underneath my feet right now. You just need to fidget with something? I have a little, yeah. I need to get, I want those keyboard clackers. Like the ones that are like key, little key, keyboard things. They're just click, 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 Well, honey, click, you click. know you have a keyboard behind you, right? It's not plugged into you. My hands have paint on them now. <laughs> they do, yeah, now they so, do. So. Why didn't your blanket also have paint on it then? I've been very careful. It's just on my fingertips, and if I rub my fingertips too much on anything, it'll get on something. Fair enough. Gotcha. I've been very careful. But no, I have a hole puncher on the ground. I have a paint marker on the ground. Uh, what else is down there? I, I There's some shelves. No. I know those have been down there, but... Like, yeah, I don't know shelves. I don't know. There was something else, too. Well... Oh, it was a wooden heart that I painted. I dropped on the ground. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, guys, what did you think of this episode? What are the goods and bads that you guys thought of this episode? Because personally, I really liked that they we had an episode that brought together Vink and Sardo. Mm-hmm. And part of me is like, isn't is that the only reason they fucking did this? Is so they could do that? Because I love that. Yeah, we need more of them. Yeah, even though I think this is the only one. Also, oh. I like pirates. So that pirates was are nice. dope. Yeah, yeah. Pirates are in this year. I mean, pirates there was a, the didn't chariot. we just watch a pirate episode not too long ago? No, uh, the last episode we did was Water Demons, which was like a deep uh, sea diver who like stole treasures. It was literally. similar because they stole treasures yeah, from the I pirates. Mean, it's ba- yeah, he's basically yeah. a pirate, but like yeah, um, I thought it was a cruise ship that went down. It was, but he's oh, basically I don't a pirate because he's he's stealing from the um the dead bodies. But, I don't I don't fucking know. But, I don't know, but uh, yeah, um, I like the pirates. I like. The fact that we have two of our faves in this one, mm-hmm. Which, again, uh, I like the that two are of the. On point. Yep, the, I love the costumes, even for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I also enjoy that two of the kids around the campfire were telling the story together. Yeah. It's a really nice kind of wholesome bonding it's type a change thing. of pace, and I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, it's really it's really nice, and this is like one of the episodes that Frank hasn't been a douchebag in. Legit. So, Night, um, very nice. That's breath a breath of fresh air. Of fresh air. Yeah, actually. Um, yeah, I really liked the costuming. I think that was my favorite part. The costuming that did it for me. Even Vink's like color, color apron, splatter apron thing. Yeah. I was like, I would fucking yeah, I would absolutely wear that. Yeah. 
I would absolutely fucking wear that. Um, I appreciated a good guy Vink because we've only ever seen him seen him doing evil stuff. Does that mean we should bring him down a little bit on the villain ranking? No. No. Okay. No. Because he's not the villain for this episode, so we're not talking about him. Well, just because a villain does something nice doesn't make them not a villain. You got a point. You got a point. Um, okay. It's like saying, hey, this murderer spent a day get, like handing out ice cream. <laughs> That's fair. But he went back to murdering the next day. Oopsie. Yeah. But he wasn't a villain for that one day. But, yeah. <laughs> um... I really liked, like you said, the costuming was really good, especially for Vink and Sardo. Um, especially, the pirates did really well, too. They did really good costuming on the pirates. I also thought that the, I love that. Is that a t-shirt? That's a t-shirt. I need that. Send that to me. Um, it's a Sardo t-shirt. Oh, gotcha. But um, I keep saying um, and now I'm overconscious of it again. That's okay. I've been saying um this it's whole time. It's one of those days. Feeling like a freight train. First one to complain. Lease of the bloodstain. <laughs> I did not mind any of the acting on this one. It was fine. I thought it was mm-hmm. really well. There was that, do you want to make out thing? But even that, like... Stupid kid. It was believable, you know? You know? Like, yeah, it wasn't it was, badly it was delivered. Nothing really fell flat. I think the anger at the brother, he did really well on that as well. No, yeah. So pretty solid acting all around on this one. Mm-hmm. I thought the scenes were also really good with that entire, like, catacomb maze. I liked that. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. It was really cool. Uh, it felt like we used the same house as the last episode because right behind it's that lake again, you know? You know what? Hey. It, it reminds me of the... Of but the, the house was a lot bigger in the last episode. It was like Maybe. almost a mansion. They could have used a different interior shot, though. But no, I like think the, for the outer thing, at least it looked to me or seemed to me like they used... Um, oh, the front of the house looked completely different to me. You know, if they got a deal for using it multiple times, I'm fine with that. Yeah, why wouldn't they, honestly? Right. I'm not... I Maybe they filmed it, it in the same week or something, same it just, couple of weeks. Even if it isn't the same house, it reminded me of the same house because of the lake in the back, you know? Yeah. Well, I really liked the exterior of this house. I even said something. I was like, that's a nice... I said little house, but it's a decent-sized house. Yeah, you did. Um, it, It's really nice. It's got, like, different kind of colored bricks and stuff. Um, I can't think of anything I disliked about this episode. It was a yeah. good episode! Yeah, yeah. No, I actually really enjoyed this episode, It had too. a lot of things that I really loved. It had pirates fucking... Pirates go- fucking? No. It had <laughs> pirates, graveyards, we had a ghost in this one. Again, all the makeup was really well done because we had that uh, Ian Ian's ghost... Like, with his throat slit, you could see a little bit of red around there, too. And it was like, wow, that's really good detail. So we know how he died, at least. Yes, at least. And I will say, like, there was definitely a budget with Ian's makeup specifically. I don't know. Because that scar on his neck. I don't, But then again, I did take classes and stuff in college. That's fair. And that straight up looked like they put eyeshadow on his neck. Okay. To me. And that's fine. It's also a kids' show. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. The budget, it's for kids. If it was as gory as it could have been, it right. probably would have been a lot scarier. And also, you got to remember, like, maybe... It, I think it did well with the rest of his body being a ghostly white as well. Yeah. Like, mm. I think it did well. Kind of cheesy, but I liked it. The faces of the two pirates we saw, like Cutter and Mr. Noise, they were, like, disfigured a bit, and, like, I love the makeup they did to those. Like, they each had an mm-hmm. eye that was a little wide. I really liked um, Cutter. Yeah. I really liked his, like, his scar that he had going on, mm-hmm. his scars. Yeah. And, like, his whole... He was a good actor, too. Oh, yeah, 100%. He like was I said, good. Like, 
Everyone ate in this episode and left no crumbs. They ate. As they say. They were girly pop. They were girly pop. <laughs> no, I'm very happy with how this episode the turned out. What the fuck are you all saying? <laughs> I'm too old, I'm too young. <laughs> I think I used girly pop wrong. I think girly pop just means gay. I don't fucking know. Um, but it, it, I did the nail thing like the they ate. So I'm like it felt right to say girly pop. Fair. Yeah. Just Patrick. Patch. Yeah. That meme, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with the eyeshadow. Uh, it's, they, yeah, it's called Yassified is what it is. Does case. anybody want to add more about good and bad to this episode? Because I can't think of any bad. I honestly can't think of any bad right now. The awkwardness of being a teen boy. And that was written well. So I just like, mm-hmm. hold on. No, no, no. I'm not going to say the awkwardness. The fucking audacity of him. Seriously. He had confidence. You want to make out? <laughs> just like. And I have to hand it to her for, like, getting out of a weird situation. We never like, saw her again. Thank you, Sandy, for, you know, showing that... name and everything. <laughs> yeah, for showing that women can leave a situation they're not comfortable with. Period. Period. Like, if you are not comfortable with the situation, fucking get up and leave the first sign. Yeah. Um, There's nothing wrong with it. Even after being told no, hell yeah. Yeah. Are we ready to get into the trivia, then? Yes, we are... please. We got a lot of trivia in this one. Uh, the episode received a novelization in the book series. I keep forgetting there's a book series of the show. Yay. And unlike The Tale of the Nightly Neighbors, it is a straightforward adaptation with minimal notable changes. That's because this episode was so well written. It's In my perfect. opinion. That's because it was so fucking good they didn't need to change perfect it. Perfect episode. The ma- Oh, this was another thing I liked. Uh, the magic set on Max's ad that Rush buys... Uh, for him and Shan- is Shandu's magic kit. Shandu was the name of the ma- magician and another of Gary's stories, The Tale of the Magician's Assistant. I love the throwback in that one. The name of Vink's Barbershop, the Wild Boar Coiffeur, is a reference to the Wild Boar restaurant he had in The Tale of the Dangerous Soup. Hell yeah. I forgot that's what it was called. Me, Me too. too, and the I no- love The Dangerous Soup. The novelization mentions there being a recipe for The Dangerous Soup lying around. Really? Yeah. May need to get the book series. Y'all fucking know I love the dangerous soup, so... In the background of Sardo's shop, there is a skeleton in a top hat wearing the skeleton vest Master Raymond from the Tale of the Whispering Walls had. Ugh. So we got another throwback. (laughs) So Tim Curry was in this episode. Technically, yeah. (laughs) Sardo mentions the popularity potion from the Tale of the Dark Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just figured that was Sardo's thing, but... Uh, Dominic Zamprogna, Zamprogna, yeah, Dominic Zamprogna, who portrayed Rush Keegan, previously appeared in the series before. He first appeared in the episode "The Tale of the Full Moon" as Jed Harris. Which one was Jed? Main character, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't recognize him, so it ha- almost would have to be because he was, you know, a kid. Oh. So, he appeared as a character named Jed Harris. Andrew Sardella, or Max, the little brother, was in the Goosebumps episode Night of the Living Dummy 2 as a character named Jed. That <laughs> means there are actors in the episode who, both actors in the episode who portrayed a character named Jed. Love that. Jed Zeppelin. Jed Zeppelin. Uh, Sardo's fourth appearance. His next appearance would be in The Tale of the Door Unlocked. So we gotta look forward to that. This is Vink's fourth and final appearance. No. Yeah, unfortunately. That's so sad. Excuse me. According to co-creator DJ McHale, they couldn't come up with another story good enough for him as they didn't want to plop him in wherever. That's fair. I can respect that. 
moment of silence for our dear Dr. Vink. However, <laughs> motherfucker, that was our I'm moment of silence. Just, I'm not just going to let there be a minute of silence. I we didn't say minute. We said moment. The, if you want a moment of silence, you can pause the episode. What do you mean? <laughs> However, he would appear in the Are You Afraid of the Dark book tale of the Deadly Diary. So he lives on in the book series. Oh, there's a book series. I forgot about that. The one we just talked about? Yeah. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> you want you want to talk about having brain troubles today, and you want to judge me for my brain troubles? Fair, fair. Mm. The only time a protagonist, ev- this is the only time a protagonist eventually gets Sardo's name right. You know what? That's true. <laughs> this is the first time a character didn't refer to Doctor Vink as a nutbag, though he still gives his famous line saying he isn't one anyway. Mm-hmm. The novelization has Sardo has Sardo calling him a nutbag. Love that. I ship them. This yep. episode has me shipping Vincus Sardo so fucking hard. <laughs> like, no joke. No cap, as they say. No cap! Brandon. Hmm. I wonder if there's fan art of them. The, this is the only time that a protagonist... it up. This is the only time that a protagonist pronounces Dr. Vink's name right. Emily Hampshire, who portrayed Rush's girlfriend Sandy, later reappeared in the series again. She next appeared in The Tale of the Vanquet Lot as Heather, so we have her to look forward to again. Yay. Um, sorry, I'm getting dry throat, so I'm swallowing a bit. Susie Almgren, who portrayed Mrs. Keegan, previously appeared in the episode The Tale of the Crimson Clown as Mrs. Carter. So this mother was also the mother in Tale of the Crimson Clown. I'm glad she got a better family. Yeah, really. Mark... Bromilo, who portrayed Mr. Noise, previously appeared in the episode The Tale of the Magician's Assistant as Nazrak. Metreon Zinthos? Yes. Um. Did you find it? Did you find fan Hold on. I'm sorry? There is a podcast called The Vink and Sardo Show. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. Who's in it? Who's hosting? Um, it looks like someone called Cemetery Gates. Oh. Um, it's just they watch these episodes and they commentary. Like we watch it with them and they comment on it. Oh, okay. So it's just something yeah. we do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they another one. They call it the Vink and Sardo Show. There's another one that I saw called "Are You Afraid of Are You Afraid of the Dark?" So, which There's, is I yeah. like that title. And there is fan art, but it's not like anything. Damn. I was wanting the raunchiest, spiciest fan. Hold on, hold on. Let me type in spicy like that afterwards. DVD stuff I found. Like what? I sent that to you, didn't I? What was it? I found spicy fan art of the uh, Oni on Etsy. Oh yeah, you sent that to me. I'd be into it. It's nice. There what? was also the clown. It's a little less nice. Yeah. Um, Aja Fra. Fry, who portrayed Max's friend Tony, later reappeared in the series revival episode The Tale of the Time Trap as Brad Rowe. Hmm. Um, This episode, along with its second part, originally aired together as a one-hour premiere. During reruns, only each part would air per evening. Hmm. Okay, so there's the answer. They did appear for the first time on the same day. The extra campfire scene with them getting rained at were added for the rerun version and were not there in the full airing. A couple scenes were cut to make room for them, such as a scene where Rush, with Rush looking for Vink's barbershop. The full cut is on the VHS release, and these bits are included in the novelization. Hmm. 
this is probably some of my favorite trivia we've had, we've had for an episode. I'm loving all of these. Hell yeah. The only two-part episode and the only one to have more than one storyteller. Gary and Frank's tale was interrupted partway through by a thunderstorm. The first time that an episode ended with the message, to be continued. Uh, the first time Frank put out the campfire. Oh. A lot of firsts. The second time it rained on the Midnight Society. The first time was at the end of the Tale of the Quicksilver, and the third time was during the Tale of C7. I don't remember that in the Quicksilver, though. But it's been a second, so. Mm-hmm. This is the only episode filmed on 35mm like lenses. Co-creator DJ McHale said he felt this didn't make the episode look that much different than the rest, which I agree. Yeah. Um, There's going to be some film nerd out there who be like, it looks completely different. There will be. Unacceptable. Yeah, th- there will be because, you know, it's how it is. Yeah. I know Markiplier is a big um, film lens nerd. 4K guy. Fucking nerd. Film lens nerd, yeah. Uh, he talks a, a lot about on their Distra- on their podcast, Distractable. Like, I'm not going to say that people can't see a difference. I'm going to say I, I don't didn't see, see a, a difference. difference. It looked the exact same as everything else to me. Like, if you do see a difference, good for you. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Like, as long as I can see that there is indeed, like, you know. A lens? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I know somebody who swears up and down Blu-ray looks better than everything else. I legit cannot tell. It, I every think time it- I watch Blu-ray, it looks weird to me. Every time I watch Blu-ray, I'm like, okay, yeah, this looks normal. But then if I watch like regular DVD, I'm like, this looks slightly blurry. I think Blu-ray looks clearer. I don't notice a huge difference other than that. Yeah, Blu-ray looks clearer, but it looks too clear to me, kind of. Like, if that makes sense. It does not. It No, it looks weird to me. I don't know how to describe it. I mean, I'm not going to invalidate that. If it, it looks weird to you, it looks weird to you. I just don't understand, personally. Well, Google just went off, so okay. It's been a while since that's happened. The fuck did I say to enrage the Google? I don't know. Um, this is the only episode in season four to be written by DJ McHale himself under his Chloe Brown pin name. What? Chloe Brown's a pin name? Chloe Brown's a dude? What? I'm very confused. Why is the pin name? I don't know. Either way. And finally. Chloe Brown? I loved it. Clee J. McCrown? Anyway, the last one is the VHS release included a behind-the-scenes video. Love that. All right. Um, I wish we had the the behind-the-scenes. Yeah, me too. So, we are going to go into our scare rating for this episode. So, if we were... Uh, the main character in this episode, let's say Rush, if we were this character, how scary would it be for to be in this situation, right? So we have, the tiers are level one, which is at the bottom saying, it's called laughing at the dark. Two is hold your midnight dust. Three is midway, put on your super specs. Four is the ghastliest grin. Five is top tier at midnight society approved. So... Who would like to go first with their scare rating for this this episode? Not I, said the fly. This is a hard one for me. Yeah? Yeah, because you have to think about both parts and everything that he went through. So That's true. It's all one story, though. So for me, it's like thinking about... What well, was longer than usual. For me, it's... Um, Giggity. <laughs> for me... Um, three. It's, you're th- it's three for you? Three. Okay. Any extrapolation on that? 
I do not do good with underground. Fair. Okay. That's another thing you gotta think about is like kind of claustrophobia being underground in tight spaces like yeah. that. Um, having booby traps there, which like I would be very paranoid about. Getting a cannon shot at you out of nowhere. Um, having your s- sibling or let's just say somebody you care about being stolen. That's the one. That's the one for me right having, there. Like somebody being stolen and not knowing what to do about it. Because yeah. like, yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. I think about it as terms like, so I grew up with, like, Jordan, like, kind of being, like, closer to me than my actual siblings. And I'm thinking, like, if I was at that age and she just disappeared and was stolen, that'd be scary as shit for me. And you, only you knew about it and you no one was going to believe you. So you, you already had, told the had cops to go and in they your, don't believe you. Yeah. yeah, it had to be in your hands. Yeah, like, and that's what I'm considering through this because... While I didn't have anyone that close to me at that age, mm-hmm. now as a full adult thinking about one of the closest people to me. Me? Yes. Hi. Going <laughs> missing, seeing them being taken, that's terrifying. Being put into like this trance. Yeah. Terrifying. Absolutely a five for me. I'm going to go with a four no. because of it. Because like, I think earlier parts of the episode up until that point would be fine for me just because I wasn't going through it. Fucking Max was, you know? Right. But it's that... One point where you're like, oh my god, what am I going to do? That's fair. Yeah. That's it for me. So a three, a four, and a five. Okay. That's a 12. That's a 12. Thank you so much, Michael. I was like, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, (laughs) twelve. It's okay. I count on my fingers still. Okay. Now is the point of the episode. We are going to rank this episode amongst the rest of the ones we've seen so far. This is purely a list of our collective favorites. Um, And I guess it also includes our last host. This is... I recognize this season or of this show is a bit wonky because we've had a uh, we've had two we've had a host a change mix up if you will we had a, we've had a host change and then that host also like had pregnant that first ho- host had pregnancy brain and stuff yeah this list is just incorrect from my point of view it's infuriating it's a collective no it's, it's a collective is what it's it not is. my collective it's not i had no hand in this list you i had, had a no little bit say. of hand in this list okay i've had a couple of fingertips like three or four so far yeah fingertips yes not even a hand i'd say but the majority of the list is not my fault well maybe maybe there'll be <laughs> not en- yet <laughs> maybe there'll be enough episodes to where we can kind of fault? rectify it by the end you okay know? well mm. Is that fair? With the dangerous soup being as low as it is, probably not. Dangerous soup isn't even all that low. It's lower than I would have put it. That's fair. You guys also had like uh, whispering walls higher than I did, I think. No. Really? I don't think so. Hmm. We had carved stone lower than you did. Yeah, I didn't mind that one. I I liked the concept of the mirror and everything. So we also have to remember this is a reflection of like what we feel at the time. Yeah. You know, so like. Thankfully, I will not have pregnant brain. Knock on wood. Right, right, right. So, Cutter's Treasure. Do we like this one more than the long ago locket? Yeah. Yes. The carved stone. Yeah. Yep. The whispering walls. Yep. Yep. The dark dragon. Yep. Twisted claw. Yep. Hungry hounds. Yep. Magician's assistant. Yep. <laughs> Phone police. Yep. Thirteenth <laughs> floor. Yep. Frozen ghost. Yep. Curious camera. Yep. Locker twenty two. Yep. Oh shit. Yes. Sorry, my yep. key- <laughs> my keyboard keeps yes. coming yep. up. Hold on. Um, yep. The sorcerer's apprentice. Yes. The Phantom Cab. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Laughing in the Dark. Yep. Yep. The Quicksilver. Duh. Yeah. The Full Moon. Yeah. The Hatching. Uh-huh. Yes. The Renegade Virus. Affirmative. Yes. The Dream Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Old Man Corcoran. Duh. Mm-hmm. The Super Specs. Yeah. 
Apartment 214. Yeah. Oh, I love that one, but yes. The Crimson Clown. Yes. Yes. The Doll Maker. Uh-huh. Yes. The Pinball Wizard. Yep, Oh, yes. I loved that one, too, though. The Dream Machine. Yepers. Mm-hmm. The Dangerous Soup. Yep. <laughs> God. <laughs> yes. Yeah? Yes. The Water Demons. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Midnight Madness. Uh-huh. No, listen. Did you say yes, Michael? Yeah. Okay. Listen, Midnight Madness is the one Nosferatu, right? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> that lo- was a really good one. I love the I inner know. struggle. I love the oh, inner struggle. And, and, you know, that was another Vink one, was it not? It was. And I just, I really feel like the plot for that was really cool. Like, the, the dude coming out of the screen and shit. That was really cool. The that was was good. Yeah. And We're the, not saying it's a bad episode. It was just, it's such a real, oh, that's one of my favorites. I'm having more trouble with that than I did with Dangerous Soup, I, I think. I can tell. I just, I, I didn't realize I liked that one more, but I guess I did. <laughs> okay, hold on, let me think. Because this one, we do have Sardo as well. And we have really good aesthetics. It's longer, so there's more to appreciate. And this one actually had a movie star in it. Did it? Yeah, Cutter. He was a movie star? He was in Rudy. He was in Surviving the Game. Oh, I haven't seen any of that. I remember you talking about it, but I haven't seen any of it. Uh, he was also in the movie Wait, I've Legion. seen Rudy. Never mind. I'm going to ask Wait, that you, radio? you take the reins on this. Honey. I'm saying yes. Oh, I thought so. The Captured Souls. <laughs> yes. Yes. You got so depressed with the speed at which he said yes. It, it wasn't even a battle for him. No, of it course it wasn't. It wasn't that he said yes. It was just how immediate he was with Yeah, him. exactly. I like, the, I like Midnight Madness. I like a lot of the other ones more. Like, I just... <laughs> I don't have a like. You're the reason why this list is so messed up. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. But hey, it takes two to tango. It's a majority vote. I can't be the only one. Fair. The nightly neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. The final wish. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why y'all had that so far up. I hated that one. I just it? liked it a bit more. I guess. Uh, what was the final wish again? Sandman, wasn't it? It was um, Humbleberry Hawkerfish or whatever. It's a Sandman, right? Yes. Yeah, Bobcat Goldthwait. That dude. Yeah. yeah. Very I I couldn't stand that one. That was at my bottom. Well, I like that one. Yeah, I th- I think we yeah. Humbleberry Huckerfish. I think Jordan. I, I think Jordan also really liked the fairy tale aesthetic. If I can remember, if I remember right, I probably wrong. Well, then still. put the leprechaun up here. You know, like leprechaun was is up. Yeah, yeah. I the know. Guardian's Curse. Which one's that again? That is the one where the mummy fell in love with the dad at the very end. And the dude turned to stone because he was going to kill this family. There was like a mummy. It was a mummy episode. Yes. How recent was that? It's been, a, it's been a minute, but it's not too far back. I don't even remember that one, so yeah. Yeah, okay. Speaking of which, Jake and the Leprechaun. <laughs> it was up here. Farther. Hmm. Yes. Michael said yes. Yeah. The Lonely Ghost. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Sorry. Uh, the, the shiny red bicycle. Yes. That was a good one, though. That was a good I one. I love but the yes. shiny red bicycle. I still like Midnight Madness more than shiny red bicycle. So, <laughs> Michael seems to be the only one you didn't immediately say yes to. 
Ooh. You like the shiny red bicycle, don't you? I do, because it was a story without a real villain. Yeah, they didn't have a villain. It was just a nice little ghost story. And it was so sweet. It was. It was sweet. Oh, Mooney looks so cute on your lap right now. She's seeping. Yeah. I'm going to say yes, but under protest. What? What do you mean under protest? (laughs) (laughs) From my own brain, under protest. Yeah. (laughs) The bookish babysitter. Ooh. (laughs) These are going to be... That's a good one. This is another one that should have had its own spinoff series. Exactly. 100%. I would have liked... She has like a Miss Frizzle aesthetic, I think. Yeah, oh, 100%, yeah. She's like gothic Miss Frizzle. Yeah. Yeah. Gothic Frizzle. Mm Mm-hmm. Grizzle. Giz Frizzle. Grizzle. The Grizzle. Yo, Grizzle, my nizzle. McGrizzles. Yo, Grizzle, my grizzle. Yo, what? Yo, Grizzle, my frizzle. The bookish babysitter. What are we saying? I don't fucking know. Is a bookish babysitter just like Wishbone, but with a goth girl? I've never seen Wishbone. I don't know what to You good over there? That just brought back a memory that I was not ready for. <laughs> I completely forgot about Wishbone. I'm... The dog, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Wishbone with a goth girl. <laughs> Instead of it being a dog, Do you know it's what a Wishbone goth girl. Was? No, I've never seen it. Never Wish- heard of it. Wishbone was this uh, TV series with a, what was he, a Jack Russell Terrier? It's always a Jack Russell Terrier. And uh, he would basically go through the plots of books with kids. Oh, um, he would dress up as the main character and shit. Like he'd dress up as Sherlock Holmes what the and fuck? explain the Hounds of the Baskervilles and shit. That's hilarious. Like he'd act out the stories and shit. That's funny. Anyways, uh, yeah. 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 Honey, what are you saying? Which one was this again? Bookish babysitter. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Butterfly in the sky. Yeah. You can go twice as high. Let's okay. get it on. Take a look. Yeah. It's in a book. What? <laughs> Reading Rainbow. Am I doing it right? Yes. Yeah, it, okay. Yes. You're doing what you're supposed to do. Yes. Though. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. Fuck. This is really hard. And even when Brandon and I were going over these and watching these, like, so I could catch up and be on here, I I would take this long. And I was like, shit, I can't be taking this long during the podcast, but... Here we are. You know what? Here we are. <laughs> Hold on, Brian, what do you think? Uh, it's a yes for me. Okay, well, so my opinion doesn't even fucking matter then. That's okay. why I wait... <laughs> I want to know your guys' opinion. That's why I wait so long. What would your opinion have been? IDK. All right, well, The Midnight Ride. <laughs> Midnight Ride, that was a good one, too. That was too. a Headless Horseman that's one. A, yeah. Take a look. It's a, um, it's a yes for me. That was a good one, though. Okay. Michael? Brandon? You want me to do it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Watcher's Woods. That's one with the hags? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's a really episodes. good one. I love that one, yeah. Um, I absolutely adore that one. I'm going to say yes, but a, a lot because I can't quite remember a lot of it other than I thought it had a, I thought Watcher's Woods was really good dark and spooky I really liked a lot about that one if not everything about it um, that's why it's up so high mm-hmm. like it was a good episode what are we saying did you already answer hun or I you... said yes okay you said yes Michael what do you think no you're saying no oh wow is there a no. reason why 
No Vink in, in Watcher's Woods. I know there's no Vink in Watcher's Woods, but Watcher's Woods is one of the f- very few episodes that actually creeped me out as a kid. That's fair. I get What part that. about it creeped you out the most? Being lost in the woods. Because mm. I was a Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. And, like, they would send us off in the woods to get, like, they would send us off in the trees and everything to get sticks for the fire and everything. And there were a few times where I went further than I was supposed to and I got turned around. So being lost in the woods was a very real fear of mine. Ah, That's gotcha. fair. I get that. <laughs> I mean, this is what it's all about. And we're and all different I people never... with different fears and stuff. So, See, I grew up in like the literally the middle of the woods, basically. So I was in the woods like all the time. Me and Jordan would like explore through the woods and we had we go down waterfalls and creeks and stuff. Um, so, and I've never, I've never understood when people were like, yeah, I got disoriented and got lost in the woods. Obviously it happens. It's a very, very real thing. People die from it a lot, but I've never been able to understand that. Cause to me, I was just like, I know where that is. I know where I'm going. I've never gotten lost in the woods before. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> just the abruptness of it. I've never said, I'm gonna say yes. The prom queen. I know it's going to be above it. I'm saying no because I absolutely love the prom queen. I'm going to say yes. I, I think the prom queen is a beautiful, nice little ghost story. You don't have but, to justify it. To but me, Cutter's treasure has so much good going for it, I and I love it. I'm also going to say yes. Okay. Michael's like, I've just accepted it at this point. I know. I've, where's my prom queen now? It's out of the top five, isn't it? No, it's not. It's at number two, isn't it? The Dark Music. Fuck. I loved that one. Yes. You're saying yes? Yes. I have nothing left to live for. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm joking. I had to give up my Midnight Madness. (laughs) You can give up your... Watcher's Woods. Your Midnight Madness wasn't even in the top ten, though. Yeah, because you guys are wrong. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. Hold on, hold on. I would like it to be known. Midnight Madness is one of my favorite it's episodes. Such, it's a good episode. There's just a lot of episodes. If anything, I was voted down. I can believe that. I feel like you would be with me on this. I feel, I feel like we would have had it higher if it was cinema. me. Nosferatu exactly. is old cinema. I... I, I and to be fair, I didn't gain that appreciation until I took these classes in college when I was going to school for a film. And we had to sit there and watch these old films. We watched French films. We watched Nosferatu. We watched mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. And it was just my favorite my favorite class at the time. It's really, really cool. Um, my favorite shot from Nosferatu is the uh, tarp being pulled back from the uh, cargo hold of the ship. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. It's so badly done by today's standards, but I absolutely adore it. There's we just, have it. There's like, an appreciation it for it. Do you want to watch it? I've seen it. Oh, okay. No, well, we wa- we ha- I have a bunch of old silent black and white I haven't movies. seen it in a very long time, but I remember really enjoying it. No, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, I no, think yeah. I know what you're talking about, though, for sure. I fell asleep during the original black and white silent film of um, uh, Phantom of the Opera. I, fell I don't think I've it. seen that one. Eh. I've seen, like, the musical. I've not seen the silent film. Yeah. Um, now, what are we doing? What are we voting against? The dark music. <laughs> That's the one with the door, the closet demon? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just an allegory for gay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He says an allegory for gay because closet demon. 
I'm going to say yes. Really? So that moves up. Well, guys, we have a new top episode. Cutter's Treasure is our new favorite episode so far. And my prom queen is at number three. At three, yep. Should have been Midnight Madness, then Dangerous Soup. Well, Midnight Madness, then Cutter's, then Dangerous Soup. I think Midnight Madness is at 14. That's so wild to me. Don't worry, we'll be able to choose our top five. Okay. Our personal top five. Yeah, I mean, we will. You do already that. know what my top one is, then I think. Yeah, we'll go through and we'll go through at the very end to be like, what were our top five episodes? They don't even have to be in any order; just our top five favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. But so, Cutter's Treasure makes it to the top episode collectively. But we're not done yet. Now we have to rank Captain oh, Cutter God. himself as a villain. And Spongy agrees with Dahlia as like thinking of it as like how much of a villain they are. Kind kind of skews things. It's very odd. So maybe next season with the next show, maybe we take a different approach on making it like our just our favorite villains. Instead. I would like that. Like maybe we we talk about a new way to do it. But for right now, we are gonna since we've been doing it already like this, we're gonna continue and like go the rest of this show um, as most villainy villain, right? So was Captain Cutter a bigger villain than Donna from Dream Girl? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Madeline from Apartment 214. Yes. Yeah. Faceless Aliens from 13th Floor. Can we just cut to the top 10? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Water Demons from Water Demons. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Creature of Darkness from Quicksilver. Yes. I don't even remember that one, but yeah, sure. Sam from The Crimson Clown. Yeah. Yeah. Brother Septimus from The Carved Stone. Yeah. Yes. Nazrak from Magician. Jesus. <laughs> for some reason, when you said it, hun, I thought it was like a phone speaker and it actually scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Nazrak. Affleck. Is that a yes, though, Nazrak? Mr. Wazowski. Yes. Virus from Renegade Virus. He should be further up considering what yes. we learned about him. Not his, not who he yes. is, not his actor, his character. Mike Bank, Wazowski. Bank robber from Frozen Ghost. Killed a kid. Yes. Yes. Master Raymond from Whispering Walls. Yes. Imitated Tim Curry. <laughs> yes. Mrs. Clove from Twisted Claw. Yes. Zebo the Clown. Stepped in Yes. Dora Pease from <laughs> Hungry Hounds. Yes. I'm not scared anymore. <laughs> you hear I'm me? Just- I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> Thank you, Macaulay. Keep going. I door peas. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lady in Black from Super Specs. Yeah. Yes. The Typewriter from Dream Machine. Yes. You should know my answers by now, Brandon. Dollhouse from Dollmaker. Yeah. Yes. yes. Mr. Olson from Pinball Wizard. Uh huh. Yeah. The phone police from the phone police. <laughs> Just the guffaws. <laughs> it's just she belly that. laughter. It reminds me of something that you guys don't understand. It reminds me of the fucking cyber police from like it's it's a really long tangent about this internet drama from when I was like thirteen and there was this scene girl and it involved blood on the dance floor and the scene girl's father who was like, I'm going to call the cyber police. Oh my god. And what? every time I think of phone police, I think I'm going to call the cyber police. And it just it Donald sends Trump? me into a thing. I was thinking that too. What? Why does he sound like Donald Trump? He doesn't actually sound like that. He actually sounds really scary and it's kind of like 
triggering if it wasn't so funny. Because he's so mad and he's like screaming and pointing his finger and shit. And if it wasn't so funny, it would actually be like kind of scary. So phone police, yes or no? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the hags from Watcher's Woods. I had to think what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> Velians. The hags from Watcher's Woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were just spiteful. Dr. Caplesmith from Gar- Guardian's Curse. That was the one who was going to kill a family for, like, immor- or immortality or whatever. That's the one you don't remember. Try remembering it like that. Are you good? <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Can I see a photo? I'm working on it. How do you Guardians? Is it U-A? G-U-A-R. Yeah. Guardians. 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 Minecraft. <laughs> um, Dr. Get the fuck out of my room! I'm playing Minecraft! You I'm so glad I don't have kids. Same. Um... <laughs> What the fuck? I can't. I can't find a picture of Doctor Cable Smith, but I found a picture of like. Are you good over there? What are you doing? I know you're doing Friday Thirteenth. What am I looking at? That's the yeah, um, message from Josh Warmeyer. I literally don't even recognize that. What the fuck? Hold on. Like I remember the concept of like wanting to kill an entire family for immortality, but I cannot picture it. There's a scene where the mummy leans out from behind a thing. No, nothing. What about you? Can you remember, Michael? I can't see shit. He remembers. Oh. Hmm. I, I don't remember. This chick at the end? Wonder Woman? Well, since we can't remember, I'm going to say it's a yes. Hold on. No, because we got y'all got to remember this. Hold on. There's no way. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. This is what he looks like when he's been turned to stone. You should have just said the jackass gets turned to stone. I did! He did mention the stone. I just. Not this time. You just said Earlier. the family that gets immortality. No, I said the dude who wanted to kill the family for immortality. Yeah, yes. you said the stone we were going over the um other thing. Yes, I did I did mention the but stone. But not this time. Yes, but not this iteration of the talking. Were you not able to put two and two together? It's the same I, I said the same episode. Brandon. I feel as though every episode I must remind you. I have literal brain damage. Yeah, this 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 chick, she like peers behind and then turns real. And then she's like He could have said the mummy episode. Did he mention the mummy I episode? I did. I mentioned the mummy episode multiple times. Like whilst we were doing the villain breakdown. You're doing better than I am. I don't even remember it still. I don't think um It's I don't the think one I where the mummy it. falls in love with the dad. At the very end. It was, there was a museum. Was I awake for this? Was yes. I around? Yes, you were. There was a was mu- it when I was on the podcast or was it before? It was before. We caught up on this. No, uh, there was a museum curator and uh, there was a, a mummy and it's like you can have eternal life 
And the dude was like, yeah, I want eternal life. And then he turned to fucking stone because that's how you live forever. Is The kids the- were excited to go skiing. But then their dad was like, sorry, we can't go skiing. We just found this old sarcophagus in this. I remember world. that. I remember that because that little bastard, <laughs> dad, the bastard father. Yeah, the yeah, bastard, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And they were just like, they were so used to it. They were uh-huh. so. Yeah. OK, I remember that. And they were like, that this triggered something happened if mom were still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Are you offended that I remember because he said something? No, it's just, it took us so long to get there. We basically <laughs> explained the whole episode. And I'm they're like, sorry. wait a minute, the dumb, the fucking bad dad. The, the bastard father. <laughs> okay, now at least. Sorry, guys. At least now I know what parts to bring up to make y'all remember. We're not going to remember <laughs> it. <laughs> bastard father, guy turned to stone by a mummy. Was he a worse? Was yes. Captain Cutter a worse villain? Yes, yes. Than the bastard father, Aaron slash Gort from the Leopard. Yes, Gort. yes. Goth from Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yes. The Sandman from Final Wish. Yes. Beth from the Lonely Ghost. Why is this so hard? It's a literal. Because she's a bitch. It's a Brandon. teenage girl. I don't. Have you met teenage girls? You are a literal adult. <laughs> It's a fucking teenage She's girl. She's the fuck. Have you ever been bullied by a teenage girl? Yes. I had to. To that extent. Sisters. To that extent. I don't fucking remember. To the extent that you allow yourself to die. What? It wasn't. That wasn't Beth who did that. Which Beth is this again? Oh my god. Beth is the Beth one. Beth isn't the chick who killed the ghost. She's the redhead with the side ponytail, and she's just a mean girl. She was just a dick. And a, the 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 main character comes uh, to yeah, visit yeah, yeah, yeah. for like a the summer or something. I just I hate Beth. She's a fucking cunt. She fucking sucks. Beth. Yes, but is a literal <laughs> pirate who's killed a bunch of people worse than a teenage girl. How many people did That's he kill? Business. How many people did he kill? We don't know enough <laughs> to keep him alive for two hundred years. We know one person that he has killed. One. Yeah, we can't prove that he's killed more than that. We can, because the reason he was being hunted down is because he'd killed so many people before. Maybe those were accidents. I'm saying yes. One of you make the decision. Fine. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Anchors from Full Moon. Who? Mr. Anchors He killed Full the Moon. pets. Oh, ew. Yeah, he was my number one villain, so... No, I mean... From, like, an objective standpoint, obviously, the body count it would be higher with Captain Cutter. I I, un- but... I completely understand. Bad for killing pets. I also understand. Wouldn't have done it if didn't need to feed Werewolf Brother. <laughs> Get a cow! Yeah, I simply wouldn't have done fair that. Fair enough. I simply wouldn't have killed cats. Fair enough. You know, fair enough. I understand. Like, I get it, but I also understand. Supermarkets exist. Yeah. No, yeah, I think that's something you point out during that episode. Just Why stop did you being just poor. buy meat from the supermarket? Stop being poor. Yeah, just stop being poor. <laughs> Do you know what I'm quoting? No. Fuck, I don't remember her fucking name. Obviously. Nicole Richie or Paris Hilton, one of them. I, I believe it, was, it. I think it was Paris Hilton. I believe it. I think it was a joke, but yeah. All right, what do y'all think? God, that pisses me off so much. Stop being poor. Yeah. Um, it was definitely it's like a meme. Um, from an objective standpoint, it would be a yes. From a Dahlia standpoint, it would be a no. Well, which one are you going with? You guys decide. No. I've de- I've decided a lot. 
good. I also have decided a lot. Why can't you decide? I'm the one with the list. I can't decide. I'm asking. I was doing rock, paper, scissors. But oh. <laughs> how, how about this? I'll say yes. We just fist bumped. I'll say yes. Now one of you. Now I can't make the final decision. One of you has to do it. It's a majority vote. Wait, what are we doing here? One, two, two three, three, go. Okay, that's how we do it. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. They're playing rock, paper, scissors. Michael won. Does that mean she has to give hers? Yes. Okay. I'm not going to do it. I won. That's if fair. I say no, you have to do it. Yeah, obviously. So no. It's a tiebreaker. How dare <laughs> you? How? What did you choose, Brandon? I said yes. I say yes. Closet demon. I only from dark said music. no, Gay so demon. you would have to answer. <laughs> so what was your real answer? I don't know. I was still at a fucking. My brain was still like convulsing. The closet demon from dark music. Is Captain Cutter? Worse? Yes, it's worse than that. Yes. Worse than the closet demon? Yeah. Okay. He had a child fed to it. A child. Captain Cutter once again it's probably one of many. Yes, yeah, so it's very highly implied that that uncle. Because he he was rich, remember yeah. that he was getting stuff because he was feeding people to this demon. So shouldn't the uncle have been the actual villain? He wasn't, yeah, but he wasn't in the episode, and this is a literal demon, though. So like you know. Okay, you swayed me because it's a literal demon. That's literal. that's what did it. So no. You said no. Yeah, because it's a little literal demon. Oh, that's fair. You said the, yes, right? The demon can't like go against how it's born. It's just born like that. Cutter's a human. He has the choice. That's a good point. So I'm going to say Cutter. Okay, tiebreaker. I'm going to say Cutter because he has more range. If Theoretically, <laughs> if somebody were to not move into that house, that demon just would not get to kill. Theoretically, right? Yes. Break it up. All right. <laughs> the ghost kids from Old Man Quark. <laughs> Why are they up so high? I'm bricked up. I'm blaming Jordan. Yeah, that's fucking wild. They were just a bunch of kids. We ass- I think we assumed a lot for that episode. Was, you they did, and kids, it... and life is a nightmare. The, so Captain, I'm glad I brought you to my side with that. Honey. Captain Cutter or Ghost Kids? Captain Cutter's worse. Oh no, kids are annoying as fuck. Get a point. That's still here. <laughs> take it home. Now it's out of season. <laughs> take it home and take your trench coat too. Uh, I'm gonna I say Cutter. Whether you should live or die. Peter from the Captured Souls. The fucking body count. Cutter. That's a big body count. You're saying Cutter? And he yeah. did that for personal gain as well. That's so they both true. did it for personal gain. Yeah. One did it so he could stay alive forever. And one did it for treasure. <sighs> one did it because they were scared. That's true. The other did it for greed. Yeah, Cutter. Cutter? Okay. Brad from the Midnight Ride. Ugh. Uh, the fuck? Where'd it go? Oh. It was it. never implied that Cutter was... He uh, was a pirate. Yeah, it was never implied that he harassed women, though. He He's a, a pirate. pirate. That doesn't mean shit. It does, actually. He was a pirate. I don't know what that means. Okay, so... Not all pirates. <sighs> most pirates. Most actual pirates. Like, I know you're probably thinking of, like... Jack Sparrow and shit, however. No, I'm not thinking of anything. I just hate Brad. That's fair. 
Like, I, I'm not thinking of anything specific. I just hate Brad. The thing is, I can get it. I understand. However, look if if he went above fucking Beth, um, that that was Beth was know, a bully. He like, that was a bully. Brad's worse than Beth. Yes. How? F- Michael, you I feel as though the humans should have had their own list. I guess. I don't know, man. No time to dwell. Um, Secondary antagonists. Michael, did you say Cutter? He was a pirate. <laughs> I'm going to say Cutter as well. Okay. Dr. Vink. With the va-va-va. With the no-no-no. Specifically, Dr. Vink from Phantom Cab, Midnight Madness, and Soup. Soup. I'm going to say that he's definitely worse than Vink. Michael? Say you. Vink needs representation, so I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. Because, like, Vink. Uh, I tried. Especially since Vink was a good guy in this one. Mm-hmm. I tried. The Redcoats. Okay, no. <laughs> Fuck the Redcoats. Michael, you good? How did it get. We had a whole argument about this, so I don't. I'm thinking he might be a little triggered right now. <laughs> Michael, would it be easy if I just said no? <laughs> just, just, just do I'm it. Just say no. It'll be funny if you said yes. I'm not gonna. So, I didn't plan on saying yes. So, are the Redcoats our number one villain? No, there are like three of them. <laughs> What's above the Redcoats? Mr. and Mrs. Taylor, the Braun family, and the Gremlin. Wild. No, not Rary. We went through it last time. Who's the Gremlin again? Uh, the one that was uh, trapped in the camera. And then got trapped in the internet. I didn't agree to this. <laughs> he was just a silly little you, guy. But you did... No. But you, yes. did, you did agree to Mr. and Mrs. Taylor from the hatching. Yeah. I did agree to that one. Okay, so since it didn't get above that one, it didn't have a chance to go against the other one. That's how that works. I didn't make the original list. No, did I? Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess not. Yeah. Uh, Captain Carter's out of the Redcoats. The Gremlin is just a silly little guy. Hmm. <laughs> You don't know his intentions. I don't know about that, man. His intentions seem pretty clear to me. <laughs> so, um, that's basically our episode. We do have some recommendations we'd like to give you. Some things that we've been checking out, things we've been liking. Who would like to go first? I recommend Games Done Quick on Twitch. Nice. It's a collection of speedrunners doing speedrunning things where they play games really quick. And twice a year, they have a speedrunning competition. Not only competition, but they do speedruns for charity. They just did their uh, Awesome Games Done Quick. And later this year, they're going to do Summer Games Done Quick. Oh, nice. And they uh, do different charities each time. I don't know what it's going to be for summer. But definitely uh, follow their Twitch channel. And when they go live, watch them. Because it has a bunch of talented speedrunners. Okay. I would like to recommend a tick, uh, dude on TikTok. TikTok? Hold on, I'm working on it. A dude on TikTok named Kenty Cook, K E N T Y K O O K K. Um, it's just this Asian dude with a bowl cut, and he does little cooking videos, and all the food he makes is scrumptious, and he does not have nearly. It's all really high quality videos too, like insanely actually. I, he does not have that much of a, a following, and I think he really deserves it. Like, 
legit. Kinty Cook? Yeah. On TikTok? Yes. Kinty Cook. Nick On Nick yeah. And the music is always really soothing with his. Yeah, too. but no, he makes just these amazing things of food. And then, like, oh shit. Never mind. I guess he's really blown up lately. I was going to say, I thought he was rather popular, but I could have been wrong. No, he's started blowing up recently because, like, there was a. He has tr- 30 followers. Oh, no, this other one has 5.2 million. <laughs> oh, no, that's the wrong. It must be a different one then because the one that I'm talking about is a different one. The one I'm following. Is the one with 746 videos or 98 videos? Uh, It's probably 746, ain't it? The one I'm looking at has 30 followers and like 717 likes. Am I following like a re-upload account? You may be. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because what I'm looking at is Kenty underscore Cook. Yeah, follow that dude. Kenty underscore Cook. Because like... I think the one I had followed, I had actually followed a like a re-upload account. I fucking hate those people. They're just taking other people's work and being like, "See, follow me, please. I want, I want recognition." Like, bitch. No, but Kendrick Cook's dope. He still deserves re- more recognition. I don't care how much he's got already. Go check him out. What is this food? Good. This is colorful candy food. I want it. This one. Yeah. Is this the one you're watching right now? What is your recommendation? Rubber chickens. I'm sorry? My recommendation today is rubber chickens. Rubber chickens bring me a lot of joy. Yeah. But the reason for this is because I recommend you put a rubber chicken in your car, like in the passenger door or something, so that way when you go over a pothole, you hear a rubber chicken noise, and it... It'll bring you joy to balance out the the sorrow of hitting a pothole. Also, (laughs) (laughs) just fucking. Also, if you go to a store and see a bucket or a crate full of rubber chickens, just push them down. Yeah, just do it. Push down real hard and slow. Really great on the really really let the (gasps) happen. You know. Yeah. Just just do it. You live you live live your life. Let the impulsive thoughts win. Push the barrel of rubber chickens. Throw yourself in the chicken bin. I once did it in in a very public, small place. And my friend saw me go for it, and she ran. She left, so she wouldn't be seen with me. But I did it. What? I don't blame her. So I did it. Brandon, you're a coward. And I, um, (laughs) I did get some laughs. Mainly from myself. <laughs> just, no, it was from other people too, really, though. No, um, I 100% recommend it just because I think rubber chickens are funny. I'm 28 years old, and I think that they are top-tier humor. It's okay. I still laugh at Looney Tunes. I love Looney Tunes. Yeah. I like Looney Tunes a lot, yeah. I told you about that episode with the man jumping off the bridge, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's our episode today, guys. Stay creepy and... Boobye! Check out our links. I forgot to say that. You can check out our links. So, bye bye. Bye, guys. Bye bye. Boobies.